Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 129, A Haunted Gorilla in a Banana Suit. Quick, unmask him! Old Man Rivers! Shaggy! August 18th, 2013. I fucked up on my suits, too. Thank you for coming back to another episode of our podcast. This week, I have with me Frank. Uh, what it does. <laughs> Patrick. What it do. And I am your host, Jeremy. We actually have some podcast news this week. Three little pieces. Um, first of all, you're going to notice over the next uh, two, four, six podcasts, a couple months. Or, uh, or, or if we don't get around it, ten. Yeah, yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> new integration it- of new content. Um, it all depends if uh, it all depends if Jeremy takes the time to do the podcast or not. Like you know, how he missed last week. Oh, it was my birthday last week. He did it on my birthday too. It's not like he did it the day before or the day after. You should have planned it out. I actually, I told, I did plan it out. I told you a week before. Do it yourself. I mean, you, you clearly had time to tell your uh, parents, you know, to change your birth date. You know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's uh, lack of dedication right there. So anyway, over the next uh, couple months of podcasts, uh, you're going to notice we're going to slowly integrate new content. And, uh, this is new, either new segments or bring back old segments. Um, new music, not not our th- not our main theme music, but uh, new music inside the podcast itself. We're not sure exactly how much we're going to do or what we're going to do yet, but you will notice one new one today, uh, along with a new segment which we do not have a name for. That will be that will now be placed right after we come back from the break. So watch for that. Um, that'll be interesting. And since I kind of talked about it on uh, the Nerdgasm Network's two-year anniversary show that they had this week, I figured, you know what? Um, since I announced it on there, I'm going to just go ahead and announce it on here. I have been working on a RPG Maker video game entitled Heroes of KVGT. And I almost have a full demo out. I don't. I sent a half demo to Patrick. I don't think he ever played it. Um. Well, yeah, it's because I forgot. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I almost have a full demo of the first episode. It'd be Basically, like that. Basically, it's going to be an episodic content type of game. I think I've worked out a lot of the bugs. And in, uh, long story short, each game will be between a half hour to an hour. Um. And they're going to be independent stories, so, you know, think of your Scooby-Doo's or, you know, old cartoons. where basi- <laughs> Basically, nothing carried over from the episode before except the very, very big things. Like, uh, in this case, um, you, you will be able to carry over your equipment, your levels, and all that stuff. But, um, you know, like, basically, it'll be a different story every time. Um, so... One story could be about Old Man Rivers as a ghost, and the next story could be about Old Man McRae as a gorilla, haunted gorilla in a banana suit. Haunted there gorilla you go. king. There we go. There you go. Um, and, yeah, so basically uh, the only, ma- only major things in the overarching story will carry over. Um, like and- uh, uh, facial hair and hats. There we yes. go. Yes. Uh, like, for example, in the first episode, the game starts, and we're just based... The it, uh, the three main characters is me, Patrick, and Frank. 
Um, and in the first game, we start sitting on the couch doing a podcast. And uh, long story short, we get transported somewhere else. And th- in the first episode, you have to go. Th- we have to go through trials to gain our powers. And at, so, you know, that part of it, the powers part, will transfer over to the next episode. But basically, nothing else will except, you know, like, the storyline will be different and everything. So look forward to that. I will have a demo of that out. <laughs> I got a quick question. Yes. <laughs> Is the villain, like, Kevin on revenge, trying to get revenge for us kicking him out Oh, of don't worry. I already have plans for <laughs> Kevin to be in it. And, uh, and along with the Nerdgasm Network people. And, yes, it will be much... Very much a KVGT fan service type game, so don't worry about that. Um, but yes, Kevin is already planned to be in it. <laughs> his um, special power putting you to sleep with his MMO report. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. That's okay. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll just go ahead and um, since we are talking about it, I'll go ahead and say what each of our powers are. Oh. Um, my powers are basically manipulation. Um, since I edit the, pod- <laughs> edit the podcast. Okay, so that's uh. Okay, there's some truth to that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Frank, <laughs> he's going to be able to summon um, people because, you know, he's been in charge of the verses. So he's going to be able to oh, summon people to fight for him. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe you were going to say <laughs> his superpower is to piss off all the mages so no one will heal him. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick is going to be uh, – he's going to be using mainly his fists and his voice because he's going to be a verbal abuser. Oh, yeah. The abuser. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. So that's basically the three main powers is I'll be manipulating enemies. Uh, Frank will be summoning allies to fight for him. And Patrick will be using his voice and fists to do his fighting. Because it'd be like Kind of like, like the Hulk. Yeah. I, I was thinking more like Snow. He's going to be kind of like Snow. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I get a really cool black long trench coat and some, a nice pair of gloves. You know, you know what's funny Fingerless is gloves? at the very beginning of the game when we're all dressed in, in normal clothes, I have you in a wife beater. I'm wearing one right now. Exactly. <laughs> There's been mo- multiple podcasts where it, when it's hot where all you're wearing is like shorts and a wife beater. So I was like, that's perfect. Man, we could, uh, we could uh, start making some uh, add-ons, like just glove add-ons. I'm just thinking <laughs> you could have so many different gloves. Like in, in one game, like me and you will get maybe one or two weapons, but Patrick will get like nine pairs of gloves. <laughs> Throughout the whole time, yeah, every single game. Seriously. But what's really you, cool you about the way I'm doing this? For different kinds of powers. <laughs> the, the, what's really cool about the way I'm doing this is um, I will be able to add content um, through a, a download, basically. So you're not going to have to like download a whole new 200 megabyte game every time you want to play. It's just going to be like maybe a 20 megabyte file that'll just add on to the previous game. It's something that um, people do do with uh, RPG Maker, but it's not easy. So it'll be interesting. I, I still have a few bugs to work out on that part, but it should be it should be interesting. Um, so, but that leads the potential to not only add it on episodes, but also add it on content. Let's say uh, you know we do want to give Patrick an extra glove. You know, we can, <laughs> we can do that. Um, Nine won't be enough an episode. We might change that. And uh, and there will be. Uh, three different versions of the game. They're all going to be the same, but we're going to have a... Um, and I haven't talked to you guys about this, but I, I think you'll, you'll, you'll be fine with it. We'll have a free version, and that's just basically, you know, you want to pay, you want to play, download it. We'll have a donate version that'll be like 99 cents or, or an episode or something like that. And then we're going to have a, another version that is uh, for charity, and that'll be like $5. And basically, 99 cents will go to us, and $4 will go to charity. 
Um, I again, I haven't worked out all the details on that, but uh, so that's basically what's upcoming for for that. Uh, I've already put in about 25 hours, and like I said, I've gotten almost the first uh, the first episode demo worked out. Um, it's about 15 minutes long right now, and like I said, I'm planning to make them between a half hour and hour each. Um, the demo will will consist of the very beginning of the game and then um, the very end of the game. Well, not it won't it won't reveal the end, but it'll be like the last place you go in the game. Because the first uh, first episode will have three sections. It'll have the start, the trials, and then the you know the ending of the episode basically. Um, so yeah, look for that in the coming uh, I don't so know month. My verbal around. abuse power is it kind of like a dragon shout in Skyrim? I was kind of thinking about making it like that. Yeah, um, and 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 in that way you, you'll be able to do things like confuse enemies or do direct do damage to them or put them to sleep or you know it could be anything. Ruin their confidence. Exactly. No, seriously, you could attack down by ruining their confidence or something. Nice. Yeah. So that'll <laughs> be your powers. Fuck uh, up their relationships. I, oh. Yeah. I haven't exactly uh, worked out how I'm going to do Frank's power because th- I, I'm not sure if it's just going to be like, um, you know, you go into Frank's power list and it's like... Frank has a... What are those things called in, in Fallout? <laughs> uh, the Pip-Boys? Yeah, he has a Pip-Boy. He can just summon up who he wants to come through. Yeah. I mean, you know, like uh, in that style, like, uh, you know, like I said, the, the early summons could be like Paperboy, like... Just a paper will just come out of nowhere and hit whoever. <laughs> or, you know, you got to start small, you know. Or, yeah. could, or it could be something like a like a Ben Ben Ten thing, you know, where he has he can just use like get their power or summon a certain person, but like instead of that person summoning, he, he just has that power. Yeah, that's he, actually that is actually another thing I was thinking of. Um, the problem is uh, with any kind of summon system like that, it, it, it involves extra scripting and. Um, if there's not one already made, I don't know how to do it, so it's just uh, one of those. It'll be one of those things. If I can find a script, there's tons of scripts out there, and I know that there was there was a cool script in, uh, for the other RPG Maker game. Basically, it was for creating vampires and werewolves, to where you know you use your power and you turned into that. Wait, are they real vampires and werewolves, or are they they sparkle? No, real vampires. Like okay. you activated your vampire power, it changed your character to look like a vampire, and then you had vampiric attacks. Um, same for werewolf. It would change you to a werewolf, you know. So, and you can make anything. It didn't have to be that. You could change it to anything you want and have any power you want. So, if I can find a script like that, that'll probably be pretty cool. So, basically, Frank will be like, "I want to use Sonic's power," and then, you know, he becomes Sonic and runs fast. Or, or what if it backfires though? And instead of getting to run fast, he also just gets fat ass cravings for uh, <laughs> chili dogs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so something like that. I haven't worked out his powers yet, and I, I mean I haven't worked out any of the powers yet because um, I'm you know I'm just doing the first demo, uh, and obviously we're, we'll each have for the first episode it'll be like we each have like one power, so it's not going to be uh, you know a lot. I plan on doing seasons uh, to finish this conversation up. I plan on doing seasons, probably like um, three to six episodes per season. Basically, that'll be three to six episodes per year. Considering it takes, it'll take me well once I get all the. Uh, database stuff done it'll probably take me about 20 hours to 30 hours per episode so it's a lot um even after the uh the the database is done so you know it's not like i can do like 30 or one a month or anything like that so uh but yeah so that's it for that that's it for podcast news 
Um, with that said, let's get into what we've been playing. Yo. I actually meant to start that farther in, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh... Yeah, my bad, my bad. So that's a possible new uh, okay. segment of music. I meant to start it like 15 seconds into it because it just starts with the coins, but then it gets pretty cool with the Sonic and Mario stuff. Um, so I'll have to prepare that better next week. I apologize, but there you go. All right, so I was, like, I was like, is it ever going to stop? <laughs> I know, I was thinking that too. I was like, holy... Uh, anyway, all right. So I know I've been playing more games than this, but for the life of me, I could not remember. Um, so I'm just gonna go over the two that I remember. I, I talked about two weeks ago. I think I talked about it two weeks ago that I beat Sui Code in one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I think I beat it like the the morning of the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so I I've been playing Sui Code in two. Um, I'm I'm about uh halfway through. Well, where, where are you I, at right now? Like, huh? um, what does like what city or? Well, I got my I, I got my headquarters. Yeah, and um, I've traveled to the next area. Uh, we'll put it this way: I'm about eleven hours in, and I'm using a guide, so I'm I'm guessing that I'll I'll finish the game between eighteen and twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm debating, Frank. Uh, how long did it take you to beat the game? Do you remember? You know what? Uh, it's not an accurate time. I think I had like 25 hours when I was done. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is I think probably like three or four of those hours were while it was just paused and I was like wandering around the house or something. So, yeah. so you, <laughs> you know, like you I said, it's not an accurate time. You didn't. You you didn't get the Clive side mission then. No, I didn't. Uh, you know what? The thing is, is uh, because I'm I'm thinking of playing them all, and. Uh, you know, again, I started on the wrong order, starting with two. So I was like, "Well, I'm not going to have everything anyway." So um, I didn't really go for all the the stars. I think okay. I got, I think I got like 101, and that was just, you know, going through the game. That wasn't yeah. like trying to go for anything extra. Well, the Clive side mission, basically, for those who don't know, it's a side mission that I actually never have completed because you have to basically get to the last save point in the game. Uh, in under, is it 20 hours or 18 hours? Something like that. And the game, I mean, honestly, if you're going for 100% completion, the game, even with a guide, should take you over 20 hours. Um, you know, and that's why a lot of people do this on a game on a playthrough where they're just going through and not worrying about the 108 stars. Um, but anyway, so basically, I'm, I'm contemplating, since I am playing it on an emulator, um, I can use GameShark codes. And there's this game shark code to reset the clock to zero 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 zero. Oh, there you go. So I'm thinking about trying that just so I can see because I've never seen that side quest. So I'm try, try I'm thinking about doing that. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things. It's, it's not really cheating in the sense that you know I'm not giving myself any extra levels because I I like the challenge of these games. Well, that one's like pretty hard because from what I recall, there's like certain times where you have to be in certain cities at certain points in the game. Exactly. And you have to be. You have to be. Uh, at a certain point, the first one is by uh, 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds. Yeah. And I'm at um, like 10 hours and 55 minutes, and I'm like 20 minutes away, so I'm just under that mark right now. Well, the thing is, is with some of the stuff with Sukaden, like I don't really see it as fully cheating, because some of that stuff, if you think about it, 
like even with a guide I mean, if you consider when the game originally came out, some of that stuff, there's no way you're going to randomly just figure it out. Like, uh, yeah. there's a couple that are pretty uh, difficult to figure out. Um, uh, I remember I had to use GameFAQs back in the day to, you know, assist me <laughs> with getting yep. the 108. But it's pretty it's pretty uh, strict on some of the things, like to get the full 108. Yeah, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to just play it normally, and if I get to a point where, you know, Clive, I, I can't continue on Clive's mission, then I'll probably use the code at that point. Or uh, you could do like me, and uh, I tapped out again. Uh, I, I went back to the old uh, habit. Uh, I didn't finish uh, Sukunin 2 with the best ending, so I just, uh, you know, dialed up uh, YouTube. and Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I saw every single ending, so, but... Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, uh, so I don't know. I, I'll probably end up using it if I have to, but that's the only way I'll end up using it because um, I really wanted to play these games pretty purely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and because uh, 3, 4, and 5, I'm probably going to have to be playing on my PlayStation 3 uh, because I know they have PlayStation 2 emulators, but not the, the percentage of games that actually work on it aren't that high yet. You, you know, though, I was going to give it a try, even though I have, like, the PS2 and I have... Well, I have three and four, three and five, and tactics, and I wanted to find four, but I'm thinking of even going with the emulator route because, it, again, if it works, yeah. Because uh, one thing that I didn't even notice because uh, I started playing two on computer, then I started playing it on PS One, and then I went back to computer because the one thing I didn't even really think about was. The loading time, like, oh, it's yeah. drastically less when you play on uh, the emulator. And again, you know, it's not, you know, whatever, it's, you know, it's in that gray area. But I do have, you know, the, the whole PS1 and PS2, you know, all the games except for 4, you know. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, uh, the one thing that, that uh, I found kind of funny is because uh, when I was playing Sukuden 2 on the emulators, I remember... Uh, Previously, I knew all every single floor of the castle because the thing is, is that when you have to load, like, because, you know, well, say you're on the first floor of the castle, right? And you want to go to the fifth floor because you have to go to bed or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Every single floor, you have to go from the first floor to the stairs to the second floor to the stairs. Oh, yeah. And so forth and, you know, so on until you're in the fifth story. And when you're on the original console, there's, you know, ten... 20 seconds of loading every oh, yeah. time mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden getting from the first floor to the fifth floor becomes like a minute or two endeavor and it's not like you're even really playing or any kind of skill or anything you're just waiting for yeah. loading especially and, if, if you've already been through there and you've already leveled up as much as you can in that area it's like yeah it's like you're like, just doing yeah. nothing. and the, the loading time was so quick on the the emulator that I never even used the elevator. Um, I remember when I played one and two, I, <laughs> yeah. I knew every single floor of, you know, I was like, okay, the second story is the restaurant, the, you know, I, yeah. I knew everything because it was such a hassle waiting for all those. And again, it's not a huge loading time, but I, like I said, because you're going through eight, eight or nine loading screens, you know, um, yeah. even if they're just a couple seconds, it adds up, you know, and um, so yeah, I mean. That's the one thing I'm considering is to give it a try because um, I never played five all the way through. But from what I yeah, read, on, well, yeah, but what from and, and so it's been a while since I played it. But I was watching some reviews and um, 
you know, of some of the reviews say one of the things is that it has horrible loading times, and I'm like, mm. hmm, you know, maybe I'll give the emulator a shot, but... Yeah. I mean, I still have the games if, you know, if the emulator doesn't work, but though that's the only thing I was considering is it's nice not having all those, like, loading times. Yep, you know? yep. And speaking of that, actually, uh, I, 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 my brother bought me Suicoden 2 for my birthday. Wow, cool. So now I have every single Suicoden ever made in America. So you, you have four? Yeah. I'm going to have to borrow that from you if I can't <laughs> get it working. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm sure, I mean, my brother said he has them out loud, actually. Too. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, he bought me uh, uh, two. I was like, because that's the only one I'm missing. We had it when we when we were younger, but someone stole it from us. And yeah, you, back then you broke it and just said someone stole it. Didn't you? you know, that you know was the, my game. I wouldn't say that. The one I actually, and I, I'm not trying to like ruin your, your collection, but the one that uh, I still want to try to get a hold of, and you know, either way that I could do it, because the thing is, is emulation is hard to find because it's a foreign game. Buying the game's hard because then I have to get a uh, f- uh, Japanese console and everything. But they have the Genso Sukoden 1 and 2. Yep. I have them downloaded with the English patches already. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Well, uh, one, Excuse uh, my language. <laughs> I got to get that from you, too, then. Yeah. The, the second one, uh, 2, doesn't have a full English patch yet, but um, they're actually still working on it. Though, so I'm sure it'll be pretty soon. It seemed yeah, like from from what I understand, it's just like a like a not almost like a choose your own adventure, but yeah, kind of yeah. Not, well, actually, probably less choice is pretty much from what I understand. You're just clicking in his pictures, but you know, for yeah. you know, if I'm trying to go through the whole series, you exactly. know, might as well. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to do too. And it's it's a bummer because a lot of characters that are in one and mainly one and two reappear in there, and you yeah. know, it's kind of nice just to see more story of uh, you know, those characters. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next game is Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn. This weekend is was the or is the or was since this coming out Tuesday, uh, the Phase Four beta because the game comes out in about a week and a half from recording. Oh, the game that already came out. Yeah, you're right. This is a different <laughs> game, Patrick. For the last time. Not the same game. <laughs> Anyway, oh, I'm uh, sorry. The dwarves are wearing blue shirts instead of red shirts now. Ooh, there's ooh. No dwarves in this game. Oh, there's dwarves. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Um, well, your birthday already passed, right? Uh huh. No, I was saying Jeremy. I mean Jeremy Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Yep. Yep. Well, well, okay. Well, then Christmas or something. We're, we're gonna get you this game, and like, like I said, it, it didn't work with WoW, but maybe you'll get it, and then you'll be hooked, and you know. You probably would know. like this game better than WoW. That's for sure. Uh, but anyway, so this is the phase four. It's an open beta. Um, it ends tonight at like midnight or something. I don't know so, the exact time. So in other words, you want me to buy another MMO to sit on my laptop? Yeah, home run. Uh, sorry, eighteen. <laughs> and uh, just so we can play for about a month and a half, and then you guys quit on me and leave me to not know what the fuck to do. Hey, I I played WoW and I played uh, Final Fantasy eleven for years. Those are just because uh, you know. Um. But anyway, so. Uh, I actually because this, I personally, in, I, I uh, think that this is a little gangster game XIV. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so th- this is open beta now, and the characters are going to transfer over to when the game comes out, which is really cool. Um, and so I've actually been playing it this weekend. I've been in the, it for the character transfers from the demo. Well, from the beta, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, uh, most games oh, don't do you that. don't get to you don't get to transfer your characters from the game that already came out. Actually, you can. I have that character. Oh, too. same game, yeah. 
Go ahead. It, it, it transfers. Just prove it a point. Just prove ninety-eight percent of uh, your character's content, but um, it basically resets everything because there's it's it's like not the same jobs and not the same classes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. So now all the now they're all unemployed. They don't got jobs now. Basically, <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I've been playing. Final Fantasy. I put about I put a good amount of hours. Yesterday I was at my parents' house. I was kind of stuck. Well, not stuck there, but. I wanted to visit them, but I also <laughs> wanted to play. <laughs> Sorry so to, I in, uh, to the colliers. I guess your son doesn't really care. <laughs> good thing they don't listen to this podcast oh, anymore. I was stuck there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was there for about four hours playing uh, while I visited them. Um, it, it, since it runs on my laptop, I was just sitting there, and I have uh, I use my Logitech con- uh, controller. It's just like a, a PS3 controller, and I'm having a lot of fun. The controller integration is amazing. It's even better than Eleven had it, um, so I'm figuring I'll probably just end up hooking up my laptop to my TV whenever I want to play on the big screen instead uh, of hell buying yeah. it from PS3. That's cool. Um, another, another home run. Nice. So I got to level I think it was twelve um, by last night. Um, I probably I don't know how many hours I put in. I put in a lot of hours on yesterday because, like I said, I was just. Over my parents for about four hours, and then me and Desiree were just sitting here watching TV last night, relaxing. Um, were you stuck at home with her, too? No. <laughs> no, actually, we, we, we ended up going out last night, but we got home around nine, so I probably played only for like two hours last night. So I probably put like eight hours in in two days. So not, not a whole lot for MMO. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I'm like level 12. I'm really enjoying it, and I can't wait for the game to come out. Um like, I was telling some of my friends who were playing, they're like, are you going to subscribe? And I was like, well, uh, I still want to do my 15-day free trial to, before I even think about it. But um, it's looking like I'll probably subscribe. And they're giving uh, all the 1.0 old users a discount on the monthly. So it's like it won't be that much. It won't be $15 a month. What are the 1.0 users? The ones that uh, bought the original game and oh the oh the one that oh, okay the one they're screwing okay okay gotcha proving a point they're they're proving a point it's over go on they're helping out they they gave tons of perks to the people who bought the original game they actually yeah, did they, sh- they should get it for free that's what that's what that should did be they did they get the game for free monthly monthly no but they get a uh, okay yeah, they're getting screwed they get thirty three percent off from anybody Shh. else plus they get the game for free and you get all kinds of uh, in-game content that the other play- people don't get. They they they're doing it right. No, I mean I, I, if it because they have to charge. Um, they don't have. To. They screwed those other people. Why should they charge them? It's just like any monthly game. They they have to charge monthly. It's just like Gears of War or something. You don't got to pay monthly for Gears of War. You got to you got to pay Xbox Live. Yeah, but you don't have to to play well, online. To play online. But you don't have to. <laughs> anyway, I can still so, play that game without without internet, huh? I can play that game all day long without an internet. I don't yeah. have to go online. Anyway, so I've been having a lot of fun with it this weekend, and um, it, it's really looking like I'll probably subscribe to it. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna give it my 15 day trial to make sure I really want to subscribe, but I probably will. Um, so yeah, when that comes out, I think uh, I'm on the Leviathan server. If anyone doesn't have a server that wants to join, just uh, drop me a line anyway, Facebook, email, Twitter, whatever, and uh, yeah. And that's about it for all I've been, for what I've been playing, so I'm going to pass it to Frank. 
Well, uh, I just beat Sukunin 2. Um, you know, one thing that uh, I, I forgot about from the game that, um, again, it's just a quick side thing in the game, but it's it's kind of fun and it's it's funny. Um, did do you know? Do you remember? I, I want to say it does, but uh, do you remember if Sukunin One has the cooking competitions? No. Okay. There's well, no cooking at all in. There's no none of those side quests in Sukunin One. Oh wow! What the none hell? Of them. Cooking huh. competitions? Well, yeah, like, it, it's you funny, want an episode uh, of Chopped or something? Yeah, basically. Well, no, you, you could actually. Um, did you did you at least get to one yet, Jeremy? No, I haven't, but I remember them. Okay, I was just making sure I'm not like giving it away. Even though oh, you, no. you beat the game, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, no. But man, it's it's funny. Um, in Sukuden Two, basically, you could get to these parts where you you have one character that's a chef, and there's about forty or so recipes in the game you could find. And they have every now and then they do it like Iron Chef. Uh, yeah. A random chef will show up, and they have like a, a backstory, and it's like a kind of like a side story because it continues. Like uh, the story continues to reach battle of why the chefs are <laughs> challenging him. Um, but uh, man, I, it, again, like it's just a random side thing. But I was just saying, it's it's funny. I wish um, some games would have like kind of off things like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically you get to pick what you're gonna cook, and they and they have um, different characters from the game play as judges, and you know they'll say like this guy likes American food, this guy likes spicy food, and you know, and um, I don't know, it's just funny. I, like I said, I was just uh, randomly recalling that, but yeah. Uh, uh, did you did you at the uh, did, which ending did you do? Did you stay or or leave? Should I stay or should I go? Huh? Like, what do you mean? At the very end of the game, you have a choice to uh, run away, uh, or oh. I, think, I think it's to stay and 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 lead. I think I chose to lead. Uh, okay, I've never seen that ending, so that uh, I'm not going to do that this time because I, I like the other ending. But I'll probably uh, YouTube that ending. Yeah, there wasn't much to it from what I recall. Um, it's just that he he left. Uh, you know, he he went by himself, and I actually, like I said, I got the worst ending. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, a lot of people died. <laughs> oh <laughs> but, wow. Funny. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I, I beat Sugaden two. Um, I liked it. It uh, it kind of went quick. Um, again, it's twenty hours, but um, you know, I've been playing it over the last couple weeks, so I was getting into right where the part where your castle is starting to get full and everything. It was kind of a bummer. It, it was feeling full, and then now the game's over. Oh yeah. But um, I just started I number one. I don't have the castle yet. I, I literally like probably I'm, I'm probably like an hour or two into it. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm not that far into it. And man, I, I'm really missing a lot of the mechanics from number two. Uh, oh just, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, just basic stuff like when you have to equip everyone and how you how items are handled and stuff like that. It sucks in in the first game. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Um, it's nice that the Sukuden two it, it'll handle like when you buy a new item for someone you could equip it and sell the old one like with a couple clicks but this yeah. one you have to if the person who who's going to take the item doesn't have bag space you have to give it to someone else and then rearrange the item so the person you want to have the item has the item in their bag and then equip it and then go back to the store and sell the old one if you don't need it and yeah. it's not a big thing it's not like the end of the world but um, it's a lot of those little simple mechanics are are noticeably you know gone so are you uh playing on computer 
I'm playing on computer right now. I have I have one and two on my PS One. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, like I said, the one thing that I'm starting to like is uh, the lack of loading. Yeah. So well, uh, there's a there's an easy way that isn't, isn't really cheating um, to get pretty much unlimited money in i guess it's kind of cheating but not really oh yeah you, yeah you, i remember you're telling us about yeah, it i haven't so i haven't got there yet though if you're well if you're curious there's an easy way at any point in the game after you get your castle yeah so if you're curious um when you get there just let me know oh okay yeah because uh literally to upgrade all your even the main character's weapons like you know let's say six or eight people it takes yeah. like two to three million um uh yeah whatever it's called Pots. you know that was one thing that was kind of a bummer is uh, I kind of messed up in the, the second game. Uh, I I don't know if there's – I want to say there's a blacksmith in that game that you get for your castle. I'm pretty sure there is. Oh, uh, yeah, there is. I had the hammers and stuff, but I never found him or figured out who it was or what. Oh. And the thing is, is uh, during some of the last battles, you can only carry, I think it's 999,000 potch. Yeah. Which, you know, they call it in number two. Um the thing is, is uh, once you start getting towards the last couple of battles, every battle will get you like anywhere from like forty to one hundred twenty thousand podge. Yeah. So you're like nine, 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 nine forever, and yeah. I had nowhere to spend it or anything. Yeah. So you know, I had probably my main six guys and then a couple others decked out, and it was just kind of goofy because probably for like the the last two three hours of the game, I had max the max amount of money and nothing to spend it on. Yeah. But, uh, but any, anyway, I, I, I finished two, I started one and, uh, just, you know, continuing that. And probably when one's done, I'll, I'll go to three and then go from there. Cool. Cool. Uh, the other, uh, the other thing I, I played was, uh, the Madden 25 demo. Um, the w- one thing that's, it's kind of interesting is they're, they're, they still have the turbo button, but they're trying to create like another button to lean on, um, which is pretty much like a technique button. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I noticed you you were playing this too, Patrick. Did you try that out at all? The technique button, the left trigger on for, Xbox for Madden Twenty Five. The um, no, I didn't. I, I I didn't check that part out. Well, the thing is, is uh, it's it's interesting. Like I like the idea, but. I, I still couldn't really get it to to, to work. Uh-huh. Um, and again, from what I hear is like what they're going to do is like say someone has, you know, say you use the left trigger and pick stiff arm. Uh, when you hold left trigger, it's supposed to help you uh, stiff arm. Like it, it, well, it's going to give you a better chance to successfully stiff arm someone. Okay. And if someone has a rating of over 90 in stiff arm, Supposedly, they have the opportunity. That there's a chance that they're going to do an even special, even more special stiff arm, and it's going to be like a more dominant one, or like they throw them to the side or something, right? Oh, and, okay. I didn't even know about that. I, I just played the demo as soon as I got uh, it downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, you should try the uh, in, the, in the demo they have uh, where you could uh, the skill trainer, and it kind of gives you an idea. It, it doesn't really help you because the skill trainer is set where you're going to be successful, but in in actual gameplay it doesn't work where just pressing left trigger makes you instantaneously successful um uh but the skill trainer kind of gives you an idea of the new mechanics but uh i find overall i'm gonna it's gonna probably take me some adjustment time i don't want to give up on it yet because from what i'm learning from 
you know, every couple of years when Madden changes the gameplay mechanics, uh-huh. is I find that I go from, you know, boom, throwing 60 points on someone to all of a sudden I can't even get a single score. And so, it, you know, I've had this happen a couple times with Madden, so I'm not going to give up on it, but I, I know it's going to definitely take some adjustments. Um, when I, I played just the computer on All Pro, um, I, I was playing uh, the Seahawks and uh, uh, playing against uh, the Ravens. Green Bay. And, oh, sorry, yeah, Green Bay. And I think I threw like seven interceptions or something like that. But it was because I kind of was leaning on how I used to play in the previous Madden, and a lot of those plays didn't work as well as they did in in this one. Um, I mean, it could even be maybe just the teams. Uh, I, I played all the teams available in the, in the demo, and that's uh, uh, basically you have two matchups to pick up uh, to pick from, which is Ravens and Niners and Seahawks and Packers. And I played all four teams and. Um, like I said, I, I think there's going to be some adjustment time, but I don't want to give up on it because uh, every couple of years this happens with Madden where all of a sudden my power plays or whatever techniques I had change or some of the buttons change or something. So um, right now I went from you know being able to score maybe 70, 100 points on the, the computer in pro. Now I'm all of a sudden, you know, maybe I could lose every now and then. Um, so, uh, you know, it's going to take some, some adjustment time, but, uh, I'm, I'm not going to give up on it. Um, other than that, I played, uh, Saints Row the Third. I just been finishing the DLC. Uh, a lot of the DLC is kind of quick. Um, it's kind of a bummer, but I mean, I, I like it. It's just, it's a little too quick, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Let me look on the bright side. You got Saints Row the Fourth just came out. Yeah. Well, a couple days. Well, probably yeah, last week out already. No, it's a twentieth. We talked. No, about it came last out last week. week. No, it's a the twentieth, right? Oh no, no, no! It came. Yeah, no, no, we talked about it last week, but it comes out this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, I'm just. It'll be, it'll be out when the podcast is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 my bad. <laughs> yeah, because we. Caught I just remember. I just remember mentioning it, so that's why it, it it yeah. To me, it felt like it was out. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's going to be the, the sweet thing is uh, now that we're getting out of uh, the summer period, a lot of games are coming out. I'm going to have to figure out which ones actually I want to get because, uh, you know, the Madden's going to come out in Saints Row and then XCOM and then around the corners GTA 5. And then once we get into November or sorry, October, well, September and October, and then there's going to be, you know, a lot coming out. So, yeah. Cool, cool. So what you been playing, Pat? Uh, sorry for if you guys picked up on that background noise, but um, no, I didn't hear it. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gears of War Judgment, obviously. Actually, got up this morning and there, I was trying to figure out something to play, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna jump on Gears, and there was no one on, so I was just playing by myself. And then two friends jumped on, and we were playing for like a good. Did you say true friends or two friends? Friends. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa, your true friends don't play or something? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so my two of my friends, is that better? <laughs> uh, so they get on, and uh, so we were, I mean, we were playing like, a good couple hours of it. And that's like, like right before the podcast, I was sitting there, and I'm like, um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, it's like 1 o'clock. I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. Yeah. You know? And... Uh, I was like, man, I better get off and get some food because we're about to do the podcast at 
two o'clock. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, I was playing a lot of that this morning. I was playing. Um, also, I finally I downloaded it, but I hadn't played it yet. The Bioshock Infinite download. The uh, was it Clash in the Clouds. Uh-huh. And it's pretty much I didn't play the whole thing, but because it's pretty much you pick like a certain level, and then you have to keep fighting waves of enemies on that level, like like kind of like in horde mode of Gear uh, Three. Yeah. Um, but it's like it, like it's I'm not sure how many are on each level, but uh, each time they get, um, each time there's more, and each time they have they have better weapons. Um, and then they give challenges like, um, you have the sky hook where you can go around the track in the air and there's like a, a, a you get more, it's how you kill the opponent is how, depends on how many points you get. And one, uh, one way to get a lot of points is to do sky hook kills, which is basically your, you know, when you're going around on the track with your sky hook and you jump off and just smash them and kill them. Um, but there's, but they'll do challenges like where it might be, uh, only get kills by using your sky hook or, only use your shotgun or, you know, maybe only use a, a vicar or whatever they call them in this one. Vigor. Vigor, yeah. Um, but, uh, so I, I played about four rounds of it and, um, each, after each round, they give you some upgrades. Like either you can, well, you can upgrade your weapons or you can upgrade, uh, um, your health or your shields. And, um, but I mean, it's kind of like fun. I'm, I'm waiting for the actual DLC this with the story, the, the one, uh, where they're in Rapture. Um, I'm waiting for that one to come out because I want to play more story, not this, like, <laughs> I mean, this other DLC school, but like to me, this should have came out like over maybe two months ago. Something like this. I don't see how they were working on this from when the game came out in March till all the way till where it just came out. Was it? Two weeks ago, or maybe the end of July. Yeah, they weren't really clear on it. All all I heard was one of the developers saying, uh, "Thanks for everyone for the patience." But um, I wasn't sure if you know they never actually posted any reason why. If maybe they just didn't start, or they had some issues. Maybe they redid it. You know. Yeah. But who knows? But yeah. But that was the thing with me too. Is like I'm thinking to myself, I paid for a season pass. Yeah. And here the game came out in March. You know, that's April, May, June, July, August now. Yeah, and I I have there's nothing you haven't came out with nothing at all for for, for the for the season pass. You know it's kind of funny though is um and I understand your your you know why why you're, you're annoyed because like with me too is um you know I just rented the game but I was considering getting the season pass but I was just waiting for uh you know I was thinking of buying it and getting the season pass but I was waiting for news on the the DLC and there was like nothing for months like not even. Like like I said, the only thing I heard was uh you know thanks for the patience and um there was no like you know date or anything or even a loose date just it's gonna eventually happen and um, yeah but the thing is is it's kind of funny and and again like I understand you know why people are upset but it's kind of funny because on on other games when the game comes out and the DLC like day one DLC or DLC this out within a week or two. People are upset because they're like, well, why didn't you include it in the game or something like yeah, that? Yeah. And uh, so on one hand, you know, people could guarantee, yes, this is stuff that they worked on after the game. But, you know, on the other hand, it's just people are kind of annoyed because it's taking a while. But um, I don't know. Well, I just thought it was funny because, you know, if they came out with all the DLC like 
a week after the game release, pe- some people would get mad and be like, well, why don't you guys, you know, give it to us for free or why don't you include it in the game? But, um, and I understand, I understand both sides. I'm just saying it's just kind of, yeah, no, I can agree with that too. But I mean, like almost like four or five months after the game came out and you're, yeah. you know, and then the, the first thing of DLC is like this, like, it's just, just like survival mode thing that, I yeah, mean, it's kind of a goofy thing because that, that should have like, to me, like if it would have came out, okay, the game came out in mid March. Yeah. So I think at least by mid May towards you know, sometime in May, that 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 should that something like that should have came out, and it would have kept people into the game, and it would have yeah. kept people, um, you know, interested in waiting for the the new DLC, and it would be like something to fill your time with it. But yeah. like to me, I, I almost didn't really get into the DLC because it took so long for it to come out, and it's nothing to do with story or anything. It, it, it's yeah, it's just uh, here try to survive, and we'll give you a couple weapons, and and you have your choice of weapons, and just just survive. It's like, you know, well, okay, this might have been fun right after I got done with the game, but... Yeah, but, uh, you know, me me too, personally, I know some people do like it, but me personally, I didn't really like the combat. I thought it was kind of kind of goofy. It, it almost felt like you just had to shoot quick. You just had to constantly go out there and unload, and, you know, if you unloaded quick, you won. If you didn't, you didn't win. Um, and, I, you know, again, the, like I said, is it, it could go into those other pitfalls, because then... Some people complain that everything every game has cover, and so if they added cover, maybe it wouldn't have been a good thing. Then either, but it just felt kind of the, the combat kind of for me. It felt kind of I don't know. The, the game looked really good, but it didn't have like a real feel. Like uh, it, it didn't feel like it was combat. It just like it was kind of walking through a really nice game, and then you just have to get through segments where you had to just completely empty all your guns and vigors and just go nuts, and then you would win. You know. Yeah. Um, so, like, again, like, for me, like, and I like the game, I just, I didn't think the combat was great, so for for me to see, like, a DLC come out that's like, hey, nothing but combat, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to, <laughs> you know, that doesn't even, uh, that doesn't interest me, you know? And I like the game, I really, really like the game, but I, I couldn't see, you know, buying it now and getting the DLC or anything. I, I don't, like, I don't, like, you know, like you're saying you're waiting for the, the other one, you know, that's kind of where I'm at, too, is if the, the, the story DLCs come out and they're they're good and stuff. I might consider then getting it, you know. But then I might even just buy those DLCs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But um, so other than that, uh, popped in an old one. Uh, played some Left for Dead Two. Um, I was uh, online and I saw John from the Nerd Guys Network was on, and we're always talking about getting together to play Left for Dead, and we never do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a hold of him and we jumped on that. And uh, we played about four maps. Um, he, we we did the mutilation uh, or mutation. I forget what the hell it's called, but it's a it's a it's a mode I never did before because I just normally do story mode. And um, basically, so you can choose different things. Like the first one we did, we went through, and um, the uh, we had I forget what the gun is. It's like this really powerful like gun that. Normally, you can find throughout the game, and it's like a machine gun. Um, but like, you only get like 150 bullets, and once you run out, that's it. There's no more ammo for that gun. Like, you can get ammo for the other yeah. guns, but not that one. And um, you can use that gun and have unlimited ammo. So that's one, you know, one of the ways to make it easier to get through the the, the levels. Well, then yeah. we played one where 
there was nothing but boomers and spitters throughout the whole game. And the only time that there was other things, there was a um, like if the you know the boomer spit up on you or exploded and, and got the green ooze stuff on you, then then a horde would show up. Yeah. Other than that, it was just like I mean, like you turn the corner and be like three boomers there, and you're like, oh fuck. Um, John, it was funny because John he kept trying to uh, fight each thing before he went forward, and I'm just like, screw that, just just bum rush them. You know, even if you get the whole, even if they throw, if they throw up on you, if you're moving forward, you know, at least you can get gain ground on them. So, so he started playing the way I was playing. We, he's like, man, I never got past the first part of this game, and we, and we beat the whole level. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was that was interesting to play a couple of those different. You know, it was something different. Yeah. Um, I uh, wanted to play some Mortal Kombat, and instead of popping in the new one, the latest one that just came out, was it last year? Or two years ago now? Oh, Shit. I think it was a t- 2011. Um, I popped, I loaded up the Marvel, uh, excuse me, Mortal Kombat Arcade that came out, uh, you know, with the Mortal Kombat like, 1, 2, and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. Um, got my ass royally handed to me in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> I used to be pretty good at that game, and I couldn't do combos or anything for shit. And um, the first one, I, I, I was, you know, I was on both ones. I was playing single player, and um, I, I, I played through as Raiding and beat it on Mortal Kombat One, and then I went to Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, and just pff, got my ass handed to me. I was getting my ass kicked by the computer, <laughs> and because um, I, I was going on the master side, I was trying to, you know, I was like, oh, I, I used to kick this game's ass. <laughs> Shit. Um. But yeah, I just I can't believe how bad I got at those the old school ones. Yeah, I can't really keep up on those anymore. Um, and some of the controllers too, they're not like the older ones where when you press up, you know, like the the up down yeah. left right, where they kind of, you know, when you press down, it might be down and you're pushing a little bit of right or down and a little bit of left. Where, you know, when you try to do the old moves of like down forward down button, sometimes it doesn't read it correctly too. Yeah. So it's and then you know the fact that I don't know how to play. I'm I'm still trying to remember how to play. And then the buttons, like I, I yeah, it's. I, I used to like Mortal Kombat. I just I can't. I I just get smacked on it every single time now. Yeah, I'm gonna pop in uh, probably maybe today, but I plan on popping in the one that just came out not too long ago and try to horn my skills back up in that one too. <laughs> but because um, I. Uh, my, my a couple of my friends they usually would come over and challenge me randomly and I'd kick their ass for reptile. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> like I kind of like want to hone my skills up because I have a feeling they've been playing it and I haven't. So <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I played State of Decay for maybe like twenty minutes and got frustrated and then stopped playing. Um, there's a part where I guess one of the guys was hurt and they were like, "Oh, just leave it for now and deal with it later." Like I guess he was going to turn. Yeah, and or 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 take care of it now. So I clicked on take care of it now. Yeah, and so I said go to a secluded spot. Yeah, I went to about fifty thousand secluded spots, and it wouldn't let me do shit. You know what you're supposed to do, right? What you're supposed to shoot him? I did. When you go to like a, a spot, he'll like lean over, and then you shoot him. You just shoot him. Oh, I finally got to the point where. 
Well, see, I, I was waiting for something like to say, okay, now do this, but you know, nothing yeah. happened. So finally, when we went back into the camp, we were standing out in the maybe that's why because we were standing out in the open. I, I had the chick with the sniper rifle. Yeah, I put it right to his head and I shot him and says, "Oh, shooting at your team isn't really a wise idea. That you've lost trust." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I mean, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a surprise if there was a bug like that game. Yeah, you know, I think that's what happened. So that's why I just said screw it and got off of it. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. go back to it, but I was just like, I, ain't, I don't feel like playing with this shit right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, one one uh, cool thing is is they're they're supposed to be coming out with another update soon, mm-hmm. and uh, I read it all. I can't find it right now, but they're gonna add um, where you could uh, go to like your camp and ask people to accompany you. I they, I think they already had that because I saw. Oh, that. for real. Yeah, I, oh. it updated when I played. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll have to check. Yeah, it. yeah I, was, check I went it. to go talk to people, and it was like um, ask, ask them if they want to accompany you. Yeah, because I thought it was goofy that they never let you do that. It, you know, like sometimes, you know how when you had the missions where like someone was sad and you got to go take them for a talk or something. Yeah. Sometimes I just keep them. I, I wouldn't take them back like for a while. I just take them with me and do other stuff, um, just because that was the only way to get someone to go with you. Um, because it seems goofy if they have, if there's like twenty of them and they're gonna send one guy out to do everything, you know. Yeah. And then he, you know, he dies. It's like, oh, maybe we should have helped him. Like, no, but you know, we're so comfortable at the base, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, th- that game. I, I mean, I'll probably check it out real quick. But uh, the main thing I'm still waiting for is just the sandbox mode. Um, it's just right now it's hard to get into because I don't know. It's like a good game somewhere there, but it's just. I don't know. It gets kind of. It needs some tweaking. Yeah, like it. It's a like if I play like for like ten minutes, I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool, and I'm like, yeah, I'll start a whole new story and everything, and then like five minutes in, I'm like, ah, nah, I don't. I'm done. Like uh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. They played a demo, Painkiller Hell and Damnation. It seemed kind of. It felt like a like a doom kind of thing like you know you could, oh, it was like first person and it's it, it just the way the weapons were and the way you moved and stuff like that i just got a feeling like i was playing doom yeah. so um i mean it was i didn't i don't even think i finished no i did finish the demo but pretty much the basis of it and i wasn't talking about a little i wasn't talking about it later but i'll just talk about it now because it's in uh, what's coming out but um basically i think it's supposed to be a sequel to another game and i i have to i don't remember the name of it I had to look it up, but um, he uh, basically there's this guy who dies, and I guess he's like his wife goes to heaven or something, and and um, he's like stuck, like I don't know if necessarily in hell, but he's not in heaven. He's like in like limbo or something, like in between the worlds on Earth, but like no one can see him. He's like on this hellish Earth, and basically, like I guess. The demons have lied to him. The angels have lied to him. All he wants to do is see his wife. And um, so then death comes to him and says, I want him to take out these certain demons or something, these certain targets. And he's like, well, why should I listen to you? He goes, well, because you being here is unnatural and, like, you should have died a long time ago, but you keep killing all these all these forces of good and evil and you're throwing the balance off of, of what what you know what is normal around here. And he so he he promises promises him that he'll get to see his wife if he takes off these targets, and then you kind of pretty much you start, and it was just like random like demons or minions coming after you, and you had to kill them, and 
you could take their souls or some shit. It was they, you had to get like nine hundred something souls or a thousand souls or something. Yeah, but um, it was it seemed. I mean, it kind of seemed like the, the the graphics or like the gameplay could have been a little better. Um, but it still seemed kind of like a little interesting to maybe check out. Like if it was like a cheap buy. Yeah. Uh, the other demo we played, which we were talking about earlier, was Madden uh, 25 demo. Uh, I played this Green Bay Packers against the, the Seahawks. Uh, I only played one game. I only threw one interception, though. Uh, you were talking yeah. about you threw like a couple or a three or something like that. Well, the thing is, is is I'll get you know I'll get used to how I play, and mm-hmm. it, it happens every every year, every other year, where like one play that's just completely where you could beat someone, maybe. 75% of the time, uh, that play will all of a sudden become not good anymore. Um, so I usually, what I do is I get my wide receivers and I have them run out, and if they could break the coverage of the cornerback, you know, they could get open unless the safe, unless there's, like, a safety there. And usually, like, if you have your wide receiver just run straight up, um, you know, if he breaks, you know, like I said, again, if he could break away from the corner you know he's good. It's going to work. You're probably going to get anywhere from, like, you know, a 10 to 50-yard touchdown or, or 10 mm-hmm. to 50-yard pass. Um, the only issue is if the safety comes up and stops him. But, uh, you know, if he doesn't break the corner and if the corner, like, gets him stuck and, and whatnot, if the corner stays on him, then you could, you know, go to the tight end, running back, you know, whatever. And that's, like, one of my, like, favorite plays. And it's simple, but it works in the old Madden. Again, it's not guaranteed. You know, it's not like it's guaranteed, but it's an yeah. easy play to run. And if when it's easy to tell if it's going to work or not. Um, uh, you, you know, you have a fast wide receiver. You, you know if it's going to work or not. If he doesn't break, then you have to look at your other options. But if he breaks, you, boom, you got a good, nice pass. And that's like one of my favorite plays. And I played all the teams, and I was trying the different wide receivers. Uh, you know, I was trying Torrey Smith and... Uh, man, what's the guy from? I'm trying to think for the Packers, because the Niners they don't have good wide receivers. They're all kind of slow. They're good, but they're possession wise, but they're not fast. Uh, Torrey Smith is pretty good. Um, oh, that's right. The the Seahawks they had a uh, Percy Harvin and Sidney Rice, and I couldn't get them to really break the corners too often. Uh-huh. Uh, and so the thing is, is I think what's what's hurting me is. You know, I, I'm leaning on my old last year playbook, you know, and sometimes I, I'll do that because I know what works in the last Madden. So even though like my tight ends like running out in the open free, you know, as can be, you know, like wondering why I don't ever look at him. I'm like thinking, oh, in this play, the wide receiver, the wide receiver should break open. So I'm like open, open, open. He doesn't. And I'm, I'm probably missing other opportunities. But, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm so used to playing the old Madden where, if something worked a hundred, you know, like like sixty percent of the time in the old man, and you want to give it a try, it's it's hard not to not try to do that, you know. Yeah. So I think what's hurting me is I'm playing my old style. Like, um, that's what I used to do in like Madden Eleven. Is um, they used to have a really good play where the, especially if you had a fast wide receiver. I mean, sorry, a fast halfback. Uh-huh. Uh, where it's like the halfback wheel, where like especially with the Saints and like Reggie Bush. Where he would run out, the the halfback would run out to the to the sideline, and then just run straight. And a lot of the times, the line wouldn't catch him because it wasn't quite a screen, but it you know he was running, he wasn't blocking or staying in the center. And a lot of the times, a quick halfback could beat a corner if the corner doesn't catch it right away. 
And so that play used to work a lot, and that that used to be an issue is when the newer Matt, like the last year's Madden came out, I wanted to do that again and again and again, and it didn't work. And that's just my issue with this one. So, um, I mean, it's not like the game is broken. It's just, you know, I have my way of playing the last year one, and it's hard not to, you know, it's hard not to play that way. <laughs> but yeah. I'll, I'll figure out this one. It's just it takes a while. But, oh, yeah, which is good, though, because if it's constantly the same thing over and over, I mean, it's going to get repetitive. And Yeah. Like, okay, well, it's mad. The new Madden's coming out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if they change it up to where it's like, oh, wait, I can't do that no more? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and like... They, that, like up the, yeah, like uh oh, sorry, but uh, no, I was saying, I was just saying like that the fact that oh, I you know they they upgraded the defense or you know yeah, because that was another thing too is the last two Maddens they made it where you can't really throw over linebackers anymore, um, like that's used to that used to be a thing you used to be able to take advantage of in like two two years ago in Madden is um if if someone was open in the, the center you could just throw to them because the the middle linebacker, the outside linebackers, they or even the, the defensive linemen, they were never going to try to reach out for the ball or anything. Yeah. But the last two years of Madden, if you throw a ball, you have to think, okay, is there a middle line? You know, between the quarterback and the wide receiver, it used to be, is a wide receiver open? But the last two years, it was, is a wide receiver open? And is there any linebackers between you and the wide receiver that could potentially jump in there? Um so, you know, I mean, it makes it harder, and, and sometimes it is kind of cheap. Like, some, like the, in the last two years, the linebackers can now instantaneously jump, like, five feet in the air, like, even the ones that are rated, like, 80 or 70. Um, but, you know, like, it, it does change it, and it makes it harder. Um, maybe not always realistic, but, it you know, there is that change there. But, yeah. Um, so, other than that, The Last of Us. This game is flipping awesome. Yeah, I'm telling you, this game is awesome. I, I played a little bit of the online though, and it was it was cool. You know, I was playing like it was in teams, and um, I just kind of try to get the feel of it. So I only played like one or two matches. Um, uh, but um, I'm, I'm telling you, this game is just oh man. I, I just want to talk more about it, but a couple of things. The fact that I'm not, I don't want to ruin shit. I don't, I don't want to spoil, but also the fact that you guys haven't played it, so you'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I really suggest if you have a PS3 to pick this up, I, it's, it's so worth it. But, um, other than that, that's actually my list. Um, my short list today. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I'll move on to what's coming out. <laughs> Uh, kiss my ass. So what's I'll come out to what's coming out uh, for eight twenty five to eight thirty one. Um, you have the uh, same game that's already been out. Um, called Final Fantasy. Oh, was it fifteen now online? Fourteen, fifteen, same thing. Whatever. A Realm Reborn for the PC and the PS three. It's already been out, so I wouldn't buy it. But anyways, uh, Lost Planet three, which I didn't even realize was already coming out. Um, never even finished the second one, but I, I actually haven't really heard too much about the third one. Uh, I, I got to look more into it. I hope, I'm hoping that they went back to the style of play that was in the original, not that I way they, they did. That second one was. I mean, it was kind of fun to do stuff with your, you know, like I was doing. I was playing with Angelo, but it's just like I said, I try to do it by myself, and the AIs are so freaking retarded. 
they really make it to where you can't play it by yourself. And I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, if I have friends to play with, cool. But, you know, I don't want to have to go out and jump in a random match that's not online multiplayer, as in, you know, like a Gears or a Halo or whatever. Yeah. And, be, and just be with random people trying to complete missions. I don't uh, want to have to do that. It, don't yeah. force me to do it. It says the game's gameplay. The game's gameplay will be more similar to the first game with a story-driven adventure rather than the second game with, that was replaced with a story-driven narrative with a simple co-op and grind-heavy campaign. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing. is I want to finish the damn game, and for me to be able to finish it, either I'm going to have to put a, uh, some dynamite underneath Jer- uh, said Jeremy uh, Al- uh, Angelo's ass to finish the damn game. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to have to play it with some random people just to be able to finish it. You know. it's also, it's also uh, so you're going to be able to choose between progressing the story or doing side quests, um, and also it's going to be more open world. Than which that which that doesn't ones. bug me, yeah, but it's just you know. It actually sounds like a uh, cool game. I might look into it. I mean, I I didn't mind the first one. The second one never appealed to me. This one looks pretty cool. Uh yeah, yeah I don't know. I guess I have to look into more. Um, but that's coming for the PC, the PS3, and the 360. Um, been waiting for this game uh, uh, for a while now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows for the 360. Yeah, this one looks good. I, I didn't realize it was already going to be out. Well, they said summer, and summer's about to be over. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, that, that already started. <laughs> that's one thing that was kind of funny. There, summer of arcade didn't start till like a week or two ago on Xbox 360. I'm like, yeah. it's almost over. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm juiced up for that one. Uh, sorry, just something caught my eye. Um, shut, <laughs> shut up, stupid. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Rumble U for the Wii U new Pokemon game. I think they rumble with you. Oh no! <laughs> so it's a it's a eShop. It's a download. Is it? I, yeah. I thought it was an actual game. I, I didn't mean, it's see. an actual game, but... No, no, I mean, I mean with the disc. I didn't see anything yeah. about it not being anything else. Uh, it, I, it, I just Googled it. It says uh, it'll feature all Pokemon from the first five series, uh, allows 100 different Pokemon to battle on the screen at the same time, and allows up to four players to battle it out at the same time. I'm not really sure more than that, but yeah, it seems like it's a download. You know, I got a question. Like, they want you to catch them all, but how much do Pokeballs cost? The simple Pokeballs are pretty cheap. But I'm just saying, like... You can't catch them all. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, saying. I gotta go out and spend, like, thousands of dollars to catch these Pokemon. Well, but the, on the flip side, you make a lot of money by being a Pokemon trainer, too. How? By doing uh, battles. Tournaments? Yeah, entering tournaments, doing battles, and stuff like that. It's kind of like a, like an RPG where you just, from, from battles, you get money and stuff well, like I, that. Well, I think Patrick means if it was real. Like, oh. How would these trainers... <laughs> Be able yeah, to I guess and, tournaments, but yeah, tournaments and, and but then and, you got to think about it. You're already down hell of money because you got to tr- you got to go out and catch them and spend the time to try to catch these damn things, and then you got to spend money on the pokeballs and special pokeballs, and then you got to pay your entrance fee to get into the competition. <laughs> That's true. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, actually, and, it is a cheap man's game because you. It's always started as a teenager, but anyway. <laughs> and then and then think about it like you know there's cars and stuff in this world but it seems like no one wants to drive a car they all want to walk like all over the world and get there like within a matter of two episodes That's that true. are half an hour long 
That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what was that? Okay, Madden NFL 25 for the PS3 and the 360. You are planning on getting an Xbox One and Xbox or in a or a PS4. There are they already said that they're going to have this on those, so you might want to wait to purchase them if you're getting one of those systems. It'll it'll be uh, November when uh, the other ones come out at the earliest. Yeah, but I thought I'd give the heads up so people go, "Oh, new Madden's out," and then like, "Oh, the Madden's coming out for t- for Xbox One or PS4," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, man." <laughs> <laughs> um, Killer is dead. For the what PS3 and the 360, is. the that is actually by the guy the who dog. did that. <laughs> they killed Killer B. Um, because <laughs> they're stupid. That's actually <laughs> by the same creators who did that. No more heroes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Painkiller, Hell and Damnation, which we were just talking about, uh, one of the demos I played for the PS3 and the 360. The Walking Dead, 400 Days for Vita. Oh, okay. I don't know why. It, just now coming out for Vita, but I thought I'd throw it on there because I like the game. Okay, here we go. Hens- Hensu- Hensui Miku Project Diva F. That's it. Right? actually got Miku right, but it's Hatsune. Okay, there you go. For the PS3. Hatsune Miku. Oh, Project Diva F. There you go, man. Yep. Oh, I'm getting this one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure what it is, actually. Yeah, I don't know. It's about cats. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a break after an hour in our first half. This is going to be a shit. long episode. All right. We're going to take a break. segment right now now this segment basically will each week we will one of us will have something to talk about um it could basically let's give them something to talk about it could basically be anything um ranging from a website to a book video game uh a local store it could be literally anything you want to talk about and basically it's um letting the public let our fans know about that particular thing. 
uh, because it is brand new and I'm the one who's introducing it, I'm going to start this week. Especially and, since we just found out about it right before the podcast. Well, especially Frank, yeah, because I told you about it a few months ago. But <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, I can't remember it by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and we don't have a name for it yet, uh, but we will hopefully by next week. Uh, my pick this week is going to be Revolution, the TV show. Um, it's a post. This is a quote from Wikipedia: post-apocalyptic sci-fi TV drama that takes place 15 years after the start of a worldwide blackout. Created by um, Eric Eric uh, Kripnik, Krip, 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 Kripney, and produced by uh, the J.J. Abrams Company, Bad Robot Productions, and it airs on ABC. It starts uh, the first season started on September 17, 2012. It was 20 episodes long and has been renewed for a second 22-episode season. Basically, the story um, follows that all electricity has been disabled and seemingly no one knows why. Nothing works from computers to cars to jets to blenders. Uh, Trains, cars, ships, and planes just stopped working where they were with the planes falling straight out of the sky. Fifteen years later, people have started to adapt and a new rule has emerged known as the uh, Monroe Republic. And basically, it's like the government. Yeah. Uh, it, and then the the story actually follows Charlotte. Uh, sh- uh, how, how do you pronounce that name? I cannot remember. Charlotte Matheson. Charlotte, thank you. I said Charlotte. I don't know why. <laughs> Charlotte um, Matheson um, and her family. Basically, uh, she sets off. Basically, in the first episode, her brother, her father's killed, and her brother's kidnapped. She sets off to get her brother back. And she seeks out her uncle, who is an estranged uncle, and uh, to ask him for help. Well, he reluctantly agrees, but it becomes it quickly becomes obvious that he has his own um, agenda. And after that, they cross the country. I forgot exactly. It's it's been a week since I've watched the episodes. Two weeks actually. Um, but basically, in the first first season, I'm about halfway through. I think I'm on episode actually on episode fifteen or sixteen out of twenty. Uh, they basically find out there's a lot more going on than it appears, including the fact that the power outages are not natural. You know, I was going to say, what are you watching it on? Um, I'm actually watching it on the computer. Like, is it just... It's... Yeah, it's just... I'm just... Uh, I'm watching it on one channel, which is one of those... They're on Netflix. Oh, is it on Netflix now? I believe so. Oh, because I know it wasn't on Netflix when I first started, but it, yeah, I mean, they could be on. It could be on there I'm, right now. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix now. Okay, cool. So I, I'll probably start watching on Netflix then. Um, but yeah, it's a really good show. Definitely worth watching if uh, if you like the uh, sci-fi post-apocalyptic type thing. Um, and yeah, that's basically it for for that. Yeah, I started watching that show. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, I mean, I, I was kind of into it, and then I just fell so far behind. I think we come, if I remember right, it comes on on Mondays. That's what I was just about to say. I think it was and, like it was it was like Monday at like 10 p.m. at first. Yeah, but see, like for, it comes on earlier than that, and it, it, I just I had like so many things else I was watching around that time, and it yeah. just kind of well, it fell well, through. I watched like the first like I think three episodes, well, and I, I liked it, but I just never I never ended up keeping up with it, so I just took it off my DVR. Yeah. Were we well, Frank? well, sorry. The, the one thing I was just going to say was, um, for me, I, I watch football, and it it pretty much started when Monday Night Football did start last year. Yeah, so that was for, too. Yeah. 
Well, so like, you know, but you know, that's why I was like asking how how you're watching it because it, it was interesting. It's just it was hard to keep into it. You know, um, again, I don't watch every single Monday Night Football game, but you know, I catch some of them. And so with me, it was kind of a bummer because if there's one game where I really like, if it was my team playing, and I was like, well, you know, like I want to, you know, I want to watch both, but I just watch the game, and that's what made me start to kind of miss a couple of the first episodes um, of yeah. the first season. And so that's why I was, you know, saying how, how you're watching it because, um, you know, it was interesting. It's just it was kind of a bummer with the timing. And I think it's still on Monday, so. No, it's, season two is going to be on Wednesdays now. Oh, sweet. Well, yeah, there we well, go. I, that might work. Yeah, I might have to catch up on the first season. Uh, I, I'm looking at right here. It says, yeah, this was a story on June. Oh, Jan- January 7th? It says Netflix said its U.S. subscribers will be able to watch Revolution. So yeah, it probably just wasn't on there uh, yet. When yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because um, I could have sworn I saw it in the what just added or new releases oh, or something not too long ago. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, it's gonna be on Wednesdays now. And and to answer your question, Patrick, I'm I'm using a program on my Ouya to watch it. Ouya, 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 yeah, Ouya. So all right, so that's it for our new segment. Uh, we'll have a name for it next time, um, and hopefully one of you two can come up with something. I mean, it's not really hard to come up with something, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it uh, is. Well, yeah, for you. Anyway, so we're going to get right into world news. Got a ton of world news. I know this is already a long episode. We're already over an hour. Uh, got a ton of world news, but we'll pr- try to go fast without sacrificing quality. Uh, so I will start with the fact That's that Gilbert... Huh? Is, that, is that what you tell your wife at night, too? As long as the quality's there and I get mine. Uh, Guild Wars <laughs> 2 is the fastest selling MMO of all time. It sell- wow. sold, yeah, sold just over 3 million copies across uh, Europe and North America in just in just nine months. And this announcement came on the eve of their Chinese, uh, their, their release in China, which they hope will just add to this momentum. Since uh, a, a lot of the Guild Wars type uh, style games have uh, been big hits in, in China. So, yeah, I mean, I played, I bought the game, not day one, but it was within the first month, and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I hit max level, and there's not a whole lot of content unless you love PvPing, but even even then, it was worth the purchase for me just to max out a level, or a character. Since there's no pay-to-play, I can go back anytime, yeah. too. Uh, secondly, uh, Sony is in the process of partnering with Viacom for its own internet TV service. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who were really excited about Xbox One being able to watch live TV, they're pretty sure that this is exactly what's going to happen with the PlayStation 4 now, with Viacom. Uh, Viacom owns, or are, are, I don't know if they own or partnership with uh, some big names such as Nickelodeon MTV, and basically you'll be able to watch a lot of these stations on your Sony devices. And... Um, it's the first deal of its kind between a major TV programmer and a large technology company. Um, huh. Reports say this feature will be added uh, to the PlayStation 4 in early 2014. Cool. Well, uh, Amazon is selling Resident Evil 6 for $10. $10. Uh, $10. Um, so apparently um, GameStop's still offering it for 20 <laughs> But uh, Amazon has it f- right today for ten dollars. Um, the game that came, you know, Resident Evil Six just came out last October in 2012, and uh, had 
you know, a lot of people had mixed reviews on it, um, even though they sold like five million copies. Yeah. But like I've said my piece about it, you know, about how they changed a lot of stuff in the game and it's not the same as what it you know, the game is normally as. Like I, I, I basically base it off obviously like the first couple of Resident Evils that were on the PlayStation two and stuff like that. When they brought it over to the newer like when uh well other than Resident Evil four, because Resident Evil four was originally GameCube. Yeah. Right? And but the, that style to me, that's like when they really upgraded the style of play, like over the shoulder, you know, with your, you know, and movement and stuff like yeah. that. That's and then now they're just trying to do. They were trying to do way too much with it, and 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 there was a lot of problems, I think, with the, the way they they did it. Um, so it says here that um, Capcom marketing boss Michael uh, Pattison told MCV that. That's MCV, not MTV. <laughs> I know that's what it sounds like. I said that the next entry in the Resident Evil series is likely to return to their franchise roots, which is a good thing. Um, then it also says here we have obviously been, uh, we've obviously seen the customer response and the PR response. Patterson uh, Patterson said about Resident Evil Six. You'll find we're going. We're we will be going next. Oh Jesus! We'll <laughs> you'll find we're. Where we go next is likely be more targeted at our core French fan base. I don't know why I couldn't say that so easily. <laughs> but thank thank God that when they make another Resident Evil game, they're gonna go back to the, the, the you know, the core what they are and not try to do all this you know it's just I mean, I, I understand that they're trying to evolve the game a little bit, but like when a, the fan base is so used to a certain way of gameplay, it just doesn't make sense to completely just 180 the you know the the yeah. way everything is it just doesn't make sense so I'm glad they're going to be going back to their core but yeah you can get Amazon right now you can get the game brand new for 10 bucks cool 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 dude uh, let's see oh 3DS has been topping charts for the last 3 months in a row as the uh, highest selling system um, it's seen a 45% year to year increase uh, in software and a 14% year to year increase in hardware um, since we don't really talk about NPDs anymore, since they're they're really not around anymore, I decided to include this one since uh, that's it's good for Nintendo. I mean, I knew that 3DS sales would pick up, but that's a that's a pretty big increase over a year. Uh, also, Microsoft is closing their Xbox.com's PC marketplace. Um, this this means no more purchases for Microsoft published titles. Um, and previously, this was known as or previously. Before it became part of the Xbox network, it was known as uh, Games for... What was it? Uh, games for Windows? Yeah, Games for Windows. It's like Live or something? Yeah, so they, they basically got rid of that, and as of right now, there's no uh, first-party way to pur- purchase um, piece, digital Microsoft-published PC titles. Um, there still is websites where you can purchase them, but right now... Um, this comes as part of the biggest or the bigger Microsoft Marketplace overhaul that now, uh, recently included the uh, Microsoft points to local currency change. Yeah, which I, I talked about last week. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: like people were telling me they had these big ass updates, like they had to re-put their their information in and all this stuff. I haven't had to do any of that. Oh really? For yeah, yeah I don't know. I haven't even I, been on I, my Xbox. So. I've been on it been on my xbox last weekend you know like i said today 
I haven't had to do anything. Well, I haven't purchased anything though. That's well, maybe, still, you know. maybe that's why. But they it were telling me they turned on their system. They had like uh, these updates. They had to re-enter their password, re-enter their email address, everything. Oh wow! I, I don't know. Do you have like multiple um, forms of contact on there on Xbox? Because no. yeah, that was one of the issues with me. Is um, it wasn't so much I had it with my with my password. It was that I had to add more information than I had. You know, they wanted uh, three forms of contact. So hmm. to put a new form of contact, I needed my password, and then, you know, I didn't have my password, and then well, I my I, email. Well, maybe I do have more than one. I have the one that the the wrong email that I put in, and I finally got the password for it so I can actually get yeah. into the system. And then I think I added my, my other email. And you probably have your phone number, too. I don't know if I put my phone number. I might have. Well, maybe that's why, then. But, uh, yeah... I don't know. Either way, I haven't had to do it. So, so, so yeah. So basically, uh, I'm guessing this is just a guess that because they are trying to overhaul this, they're basically going to in the future start adding. They're they're gonna. I think they're gonna do one of two things. Either they're gonna rely on a third party service like Origin. Um, hopefully they don't. Or Steam. Or they're gonna add it to their regular marketplace um, for like you know programs and stuff like that, which I think would be the smart thing to do. So we'll see, but um, right now, yeah, the, basically there's no way to buy first-party uh, Microsoft published titles on Xbox website. Uh, also, just to let people know, they are leaving their uh, – if you bought a game on there previously, you can still re-download it and all that stuff. They're, you're not going to lose anything. They're not shutting down their servers. They're just not offering new downloads anymore because that, that's obviously a big concern, you know, if, if yeah. I, you know, so – all right, well, hail to the chief. Presidential pack coming to the to Saints Row 4. And what that is, is those player, those who pre-ordered Saints Row 4 at GameStop will receive the presidential pack, allowing gamers to play as former presidents Abraham Lincoln, George W. Bush, and our current commander-in-chief, Barack Obama. That's hilarious. I saw a picture. I didn't realize what it was. But I saw a picture of, of that. The the offer is only valid for gamers who pre-order Saints Row 4 and pick up their copy by August 22nd. Supplies are reportedly limited. Ah, okay then. Um, this is an interesting one. Xbox One pushes back launch in eight countries. Uh, originally, they were going to release on the same day, basically. Um, Did you realize that you put it as X-Bone? Yeah, that's what people are calling it. <laughs> it's, it's XB1, so it's like Xbox One, X-Bone. Uh, anyway, so it was originally supposed to be released in 21 countries, basically simultaneously, simultaneously. Uh, but they've now pushed back releases in Belgium, Denmark, Finland, Netherlands, Norway, Russia, Sweden, and Switzerland into 2014. They have came out and stated that it was for quality reasons and is offering a free game for all pre-orders in those countries. That's cool. At least yeah, they're I mean, doing something. That's yeah, that's, say, that's nice. Although, at this point, I'd rather... If they pushed back here, I wouldn't mind if they gave me a free game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it depends on what the game is. Like, is it a game of your choice, or is it, you know... I'm sure it'll be, like, a, a, a day one... Any of the day one releases by Microsoft. Probably have, if that's the case, have, that's not bad, because, yeah, I mean, like, like... Like, oh, okay, well, then I'm getting Grand Theft Auto 4, or, or I mean, yeah. 5, or, you know, something like that. But yeah. as long as it's not, like, you know, Elmo's child-molesting adventure... Is that you know, what you made? No, I didn't make that. That's that's oh. what, you know, Elmo was a child molester. Oh, okay. Uh, next story. 
Uh, I, I haven't I'd actually never heard of this game. Um, I'm actually surprised because it's it's gotten some uh, media, uh, you know, attention over the last or recently. It's called That Dragon Cancer, and um, it's coming to the Ouya. And it's a game. It's a it's a autobiographical title game that centers around Ryan Green, who is the dev of the game, and his family coping with their son's terminal illness of cancer. Um, it's not a game about despair and hopelessness, but it's more about finding grace. And, and I'll, I'll have a link to it, to, to the whole story. I'm not going to bother talking about it, but here's a quote uh, about the game. It says, even in the midst of hardest times, you, uh, you can be surprised at the kind of humor you can find in the middle of it. Um, we want to, to give players permission to talk about these things, to joke about these things. There are certain moments you can't really joke about, but there are times where humor is a very is the very real lifeline for us. Um, so, so basically, that makes what, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so basically, it's it's a, a positive game about you know the trials and tribulations of uh, basically he 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 will be losing his child to cancer, but um. Now, see, you know, now, like, like you said, the the proper way, like, you know, like you said about like, trying to get people, like, say, with cancer to laugh or joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's, like, if you do it in, in the right way. There was something I saw that just kind of made me think of it, you know, p- things that people might be making fun of or laughing at that mm-hmm. not not proper. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, um, page I was following on Facebook. Uh, and it was like called video games or something like that. And they usually had like little updates or they have like a lot of those memes, you know, like video game memes and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was, um, a picture. I've seen this picture before and it was of a Marine handing a little kid the flag because his father was killed in, in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the kids just crying and everything. And it's, just, you know, a real emotional picture. Yeah. And I've seen it. Like I said, I've seen it somewhere before. I'm not sure yeah, how I've long ago it was. But they put the words on there. Oh, sorry. Your, your, your father was no scoped. Oh, yeah. And, he, and, and like to me, I'm, I, I looked at that like, like, you know, that's, that's not funny. No, it's in bad and, taste. I mean, and exactly. And, and I was reading comments of what people were saying, and it was the, a lot of people were like, "Dude, that's horrible." Da, da, da. And then you had a couple people like, "Oh, all the people getting butt hurt." Like, like you know, that it's just you know, there's certain things you just don't make fun of. Now, like if the way he's doing it is his going maybe something that he's going through with his son, and he's making a game about it, yeah, or something. I mean, like it's in it's in. I mean, who knows how it's going to look? Hopefully, yeah. it'll look good, and it's not in bad taste. No, I'm sure it but, won't be. But yeah. the, the thought behind it is not to be malicious. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this other thing, I mean, to me, that is is not, you know, I, I, the only way I, 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 it might have been funny is if it was like a cartoon drawn That's maybe gonna say, flag was... over a coffin saying, oh, you got no scoped. Yeah. But not evolving a picture of a kid whose father a real was life killed. Picture. Yeah. It's a real life pick that, you know. And, and, and that's just, I, and I wrote him a message too. I was like, you know, I don't find this to be funny. I go, my my one like might not mean nothing to you, but I can't support a page that would do something like that. And of course, they never responded. They probably don't give a shit. Yeah, either that. You know, or but yeah. that just made me think of it. Like, whereas they're trying to do something, you know, but it, 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 it where it's not out of bad taste, like yeah. where this other thing was. It also reminds me of, uh, I know this is kind of uh, random, but it reminds me of a Family Guy episode. Now, of course, Family Guy can go over the top sometimes. 
usually they don't go into too bad of taste, but there was this one episode where the guy, uh, he runs in his apartment and uh, he's bald. He goes, honey, I figured it out. I know how to, um, I know how to make it, uh, you know, cancer better. And then she's like, how? And he put a beanie on. And then she goes, oh, my God. He goes, yeah, it's like I, 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 um, like I have hair, you know, basically. It was, it was a joke, you know, about how, why people started, who going through chemo started. Uh, wearing beanies. Wearing beanies. And, I was, you know, that, that's funny, and that's in, that's in, in, in you know, not in bad taste. Uh, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I just find it to be kind of touchy, and maybe that's because I have someone in the family that has it. Well, yeah, me too. You I know, mean, but. I, yeah. But, I mean, the, what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's. There's there's times to laugh and there's times to uh, not not to bring humor into it basically, and yeah. um, any subject you know and basically what he's saying is he wants to get people to talk about it you know like it, it's it's not it shouldn't be a forbidden subject it, you know if if someone has cancer it, it's you know you you should talk to people about it you know it, it shouldn't be like oh my god they have cancer let's let's not mention it you know maybe it'll go away not maybe it'll go away but you know what i'm saying no i know what you mean well, and i like, got a sight out of mind kind of thing yeah, yeah there but, you go. but like i said it, it well it, it just depends i mean things can be um it's just the way you do certain things like and there, there's certain tragedy things like after a while that they might do and you might laugh at it like okay that's kind of messed up but it's funny but I mean, depending on what it is, you know what I mean. But like, uh, to me, uh, uh, someone who, and as an American, you sh- to me, I don't think that's that's funny that you would, as an American, sit there and make fun of a soldier who died trying to protect your rights. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's in the service, and his son, they got his son a picture of his son getting a flag and crying his eyes out. He's like five years old, and yeah. you think it's funny to put something like that? It's yeah. just uh, it's just cool. horrible. But what I think this is, I think it might just be just in general life. I mean, because, you know, you have, you know, bad things happen, but it's not like every single moment's like dread, you know. And, you know, it's uh, so I think it it might be around those realms. But the the one thing is, is um, it's kind of interesting is um, because, you know, like with me, I I play some indie games where they are about like stuff like this. Like uh, one uh, interesting game is um, Path, and um, it's pretty much... uh, it's only like a minute or two, but it, it kind of it's more of like a interactive art more than a game, but technically it is a video game, but it's more like interactive art. And um it's just kind of interesting to see uh, a game like this uh make it on Ouya. Again, it's not like, you know, and I'm not trying to diss Ouya, but it's not like, you know, a major, you know, it's not like it's going to, you know, they're going to put it on here and 20 yeah, no. million 20 million people are going to play it. Yeah, no, yeah. Or down or buy the whole game, but um, it's interesting to see, like, maybe these games where it's, again, I haven't even seen, I don't know the game for sure, but it sounds like it could be one of those ones where it's more on the boundaries of, uh, you know, with video games as art. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or, you know, art and storytelling, or maybe even more so just interactive media, like uh, interactive art. And um, it's it's inter- it would be interesting if it, if it does well that some of the games... Uh, that games like this uh, kind of get more attention, um, uh, and you know, like the thing is, is uh, uh, that's the one thing is, is like I think with how cartoons maybe had that trouble of making the transition, and maybe you know, games they've made the transition, but maybe not on a like successful route. Where you know, I think you know, video games are like just interactive media. It's art. It doesn't have to be uh, fighting, you know, <laughs> or driving around or something. It could literally you could have like a 
you could think of any kind of uh, painting or something. If you make it interactive, it's technically a game. Maybe not what people would see as a game, but and and you know, like I mean, even as far as subject matter, there's you know, people play games, but you know, there's still life. It's not like everything has to be a fantasy thing or a yeah. goofy thing or an entertaining thing. You could have like you know, movies. You have you have dramas. You have movies that are sad. You know, you have movies that are completely out there and i think you know with games it's you know i'm not saying like every game should be you know about something sad it's just that you know you know like like i said with movies movies cover life you know video games are getting at the point where they could cover life and life is not always you know fighting dragons or shooting lasers even though i love fighting dragons and shooting lasers i'm just saying especially the dragons that shoot the lasers. (laughs) yeah the the dragons that shoot the lasers you know there's there's life you know there's general things there's things that um you know, and I think by covering more of those things that maybe are like gray areas, it moves video games closer to being more like a, any other medium. You know. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, uh, damn, I was gonna make a point, and I had a good point, but uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Just like you know, like you said, it, it's movies that movies are supposed to make you a sad movie might it's going to supposed to make you sad or whatever it's the same thing with games like like when you follow a series like like i said I, i'll admit it <laughs> i when playing gears of war 3 the part where that whole scene with dom when he yeah. when he when he dies you know it's it's you play that you play throughout the game and you get to know these characters now the the whole game is about fighting and trying to survive against this locust horde but then you, but you still get to know these characters, and 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 you get mostly attached. And then when that happened, you know, yeah. you, it's not like just like, oh, okay, well, he's dead. Let's keep going. No, you're just like, I paused the game. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you get mostly attached. Yep. So I mean, oh, that's yeah. you know. Yep. All right. Uh, so yeah, you got next story, Pat. I know. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um. Okay, so reportedly that Disney spent a hundred million dollars on Infinity. Infinity is that new game that's supposed to be like I think what's it called, Skylanders? Yeah, it's yeah. similar. It's a, like yeah, a advanced you, uh, version of Skylanders. Yeah. yeah, where you get the characters and you you know you put them on the thing and you get to play at them. Uh, I want to understand like they're supposed to. Um, yeah, they spent like a hundred million on this thing, and a lot of people are saying it's a big risk because they don't know. You know how people are gonna. It sounds like it sounds like it could be become like a money printing machine for Disney, though. That's the thing. I'm also looking at it. I'm also guessing this hundred million includes the action figures. Um, I'm the whole thing in general, like yeah. So I'm I'm guessing it's the action figures. uh, The action figures too, and and I mean, yeah, that's still a lot of money. But you figure if if you're gonna if you're spending like you know if each person let's say just buys one pack, right? It's gonna be twenty five dollars. Let's say they sell a hundred thousand at twenty five. Uh, the game for sixty plus twenty five dollars. So each. I think each the game's any more than that. Huh? Because the game comes with like um, I think if I remember right, the the game comes with uh, Mr. Incredible, Jack Sparrow. It'll be sixty. And and um, what's I don't know the what's the guy's name from Monsters Inc. The big blue one. Oh, uh, Mike. Soul. No, Mike is the one with all green, the green okay. one. Soul, Solly, Solly. Oh, yeah, Solly. So, well, either way, let's just say sixty dollars. That's eighty-five dollars people are spending on the game. You know, just times that by a hundred thousand. That's already, you know, 
uh, a good amount of money, and that's that's not including the people who are going to buy every single one, which you know there's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so I mean, th if if the game do is a good game, it'll probably it'll probably make their money back. Well, and, what, what, and, and a lot, I mean. One thing I was going to note is because there's so many things. If they get hardcore people, like if you want to get like. Just with what's coming out, if you want to get the guaranteed stuff you could get, and that's not like the packs that are random of just random bonuses. Mm -hmm. If you want to be able to buy all the add-ons and everything, the price is already, and this is just the game just at launch, mm -hmm. is going to be $180 if you there want you everything. And if you want to get uh, the random items where you have to buy the packs, I think they're like 5 bucks or something, and it could take you... To get everything, you might have to buy like seven or eight packs, you know, to get everything. Or you could just, and you know, I'm I'm sure there's going to be a market for these. Maybe eBay or something where you could oh, yeah. get the last one or two you need, and then maybe overpay on that. Yep. And the thing is, is uh, a lot of people I was reading is it's a good point is since Disney owns Marvel now and they own Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, like this could literally like they could. You know, they could get a lot of people for a lot of money. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh, this game interests me. But if they just stick to proprietary Disney, I don't know if I'll buy it. But if I hear they're they're going to have any kind of Marvel and or Star Wars, I will probably definitely pick up this game. Yeah, so I, well, I mean, I'm, lo I'm looking at sorry. it right now. Sorry, uh -huh. the starter pack is seventy four ninety nine. Oh okay, well, so a little more. And it comes with uh, the game. Uh, the Infinity Base, three Infinity characters. I was right, Mister Incredible, Jack Sparrow, and Sully. Three Infinity Play sets, Monsters University, Pirates of the Caribbean, and The Incredibles. Your first Infinity Power Disc and unique web codes to unlock content online and your mobile device on your mobile device. Yeah, so I mean, there. As long as this game is a good game, they'll make their money back and and a good profit. I think. And it's it's the thing is it's this interesting is it's such a base of a game it's like a basic idea like they could you know theoretically add gameplay elements and, and stuff later on didn't they say that they're going to uh didn't they say that part of the game is that it's um user generated content too yeah so they put zero money into it into the new content you know and it just the, the worlds keep growing and growing and growing by user generated and i mean Honestly, I, I really think that uh, this game has potential to be a you know like best-selling game of all time. Well, the the one thing that's interesting too is because you have to buy like every character. Like, if you think of games where you could buy, like think of it this way: like one of the biggest criticized DLCs was like the horse armor, right? <laughs> yeah. Three dollars for horse armor, right? You know, some of these items that you're, you could potentially buy for the game are just skins. You know, they're just skins. Wow. And they yeah. could, they could really like just like I said, they could turn this into like a money well because if people all of a sudden like, oh, I like this racing part of the game, or I like this, you know, tag game, or the this little like paintball is issue of the game, and then now they're like, oh, okay, now you could play the all those games, but now you could play as Iron Man. We're gonna make a quick skin, and it's ten bucks, you know. Yeah. So they basically made a platform where they could sell all these skins, and you know, people have bought skins for other games before, and people have bought I'll like you could colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could buy skins for like your your avatars on like Xbox, and I, I don't know about the other systems, but like you know, for instance, you could buy a hat on your your avatar. Yeah. But they've and you know, it's a big co it's it's maybe you're not getting a a great 
deal of value, but people still like doing it. You know, three bucks for a new hat. Like, oh, cool. Well, it's just three bucks. It's a new hat. But they basically made a game where that's the whole idea is new hats. <laughs> you know, yeah. new new skins, different different uh, sceneries. And it could be a lot. Uh, again, it is a big risk. It, you know, people can, you know, they might find people are like, well, you know, I don't want to spend all that money. It, I love all this stuff, but I don't want to spend that much money. But, it, you know, it has the potential to be a huge oh, yeah. uh, money thing for them. You know, like I said, especially if they do Marvel and Star Wars, like, man. They they already have, uh, like, so if you buy individual figure, figures, yeah. they have the Mater figure, Mike Wozowski figure, and Dash. They have those for, like, thirteen ninety nine each for a single wow. character. Really then they have, yeah, um, let's see, Disney Sidekick 3-Packs. Um, twenty nine ninety nine. Like so, they have three packs for twenty nine ninety nine. They have a Lone Ranger one for thirty nine ninety nine. I mean, that seems kind of pricey to me for the extra yeah, characters. That does. I was hoping they'd be a little cheaper, like maybe six to eight per character. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting game. I think that it's it's actually a game I'm definitely keeping my eye on. Uh, all right. So a new anime anime titled Pocket Monsters: The Origins. The Origins announced um, that will take place during the first Pokemon generation, featuring a brand new protagonist. Uh, for those who don't know, Pocket Monsters is the Japanese title for Pokemon, which doesn't make any sense. Why didn't they just call it Pocket Monsters in America? Anyway, um, so because they couldn't do that catch them all Pokemon song by talking about monsters. True. They made it sound Japanese. Pokemon, Pokemon literally means pocket monsters, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it takes place in the Kanto region, um, which uh, was the region in Pokemon Red and Blue, and will focus around the new character, a, a new character who picks, who chooses Charmander to start his adventure with. Uh, it also appears to have some crossover with the original anime, as uh, used, as the trailer shows Brock facing off against the main, the new main character, um, and it'll start airing on TV on October 2nd in Japan on to- TV Tokyo. Uh, I'm sure it'll come to America. Yeah. Uh, Castle of Illusions, the HD, or starring Mickey Mouse, the HD remake, remake that's coming out. Um, the release date has been set for September 4th on PC, 360, and PS3 worldwide. Uh, if you pre-order the, the uh, game on the PlayStation 3, um, you'll also get a downloadable emulated version of the original... Castle of Illusion on the Sega Genesis, plus a dynam- dan- dynamic theme for your PlayStation 3 and three av- avatars. Uh, but the but you have to act quick because you can only get these from now until September 3rd. Awesome. So sad news. <laughs> Scott Frank rewriting Assassin's Creed film. Why is that sad news? It's sad news because he's also the one that did the Wolverine, and the Wolverine sucked. So who knows what we're gonna get with the Assassin's Creed? I guess a report. I guess he's also done movies such as Out of Sight, uh, and he also wrote Minority, Minority Report. That was good. Movie. Marley and Me, and Malice. Um, but yeah, he also wrote this. The um, he was the screenwriter for the Wolverine, and yeah, that movie turned out to be shitty. So. I guess we'll see what happens with with uh, Assassin's Creed, but it says I'm rewriting Assassin's Creed right now, and what I love about 
it is that I've never attempted a video game before, and it has its own set of challenges, Frank said, especially in the world of rewrites. I love trying to do something completely different if I can. Yeah, exactly. We, we've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's... Uh, I don't like that. I mean, I want, I want a writer to say... Uh, I like the challenge to try to stay as close to the story as possible with adding a few of my own sides. You know, that's fine, but not... I, I, I'm hoping what he meant was, by that, by completely different, if I can, is that the fact that he's never done one, I'm hoping that's what he means, though it's yeah. completely different for him. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm hoping that's what he meant. But, yeah, yeah. if he means, oh, well, I'm going to try to change the story up, um, well, Altair... Altair is a she-male now, she and... Um, he doesn't use blades in his his that comes out of his wrist or you know the the the, the hidden blade. He he, uh, he uses poison darts that he uses a slingshot. And they're gonna they're gonna base it in the modern age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he's just um, gonna take over someone else's body that's already that he could actually meet. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> instead of uh, the Templars, uh, I don't like that idea. They're um, fire-breathing ninjas from China, even though ninjas come from Japan, they're, yep. they're from China. And um, uh, there'll be dragons in it, uh, but instead of shooting lasers, they shoot poison gas out of their it. tails. <laughs> oh, out of their they'll, tails, okay. <laughs> they'll make it a buddy film, too. It'll have a sidekick that'll go into the bodies with him. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll 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 become a buddy comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so the, the um, I, I don't know if you heard about this, Patrick, but uh, the Batman Arkham Origins collectors. Oh yes, I want that out. statue so bad. Um, it's been this 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 is the same across North America, Australia, and New Zealand. It will include a nine-inch statue of Joker, eighty-page hardcover art book, two replicas of evidence taken from Gotham City PD's crime lab. Schematics for a Batwing prototype, a wanted poster of Batman, uh, Anarchy logo stencil, a photograph of the Wayne family, a glow-in-the-dark map of Gotham, and a glow-in-the-dark map of Gotham City. You'll also get digital goodies um, in the uh, that are going to be the first appearance Batman skin um, that looks like the Detective Comics number twenty-seven Batman, uh, Deathstroke challenge pack. Ability to play as Deathstroke in challenges, and includes two Deathstroke skins and bonus maps. Um, the North American players will also get a Necessary Evil Supervillains of DC documentary video with Christopher Lee narrating an overview of the company's prominent villains. Um, it'll be available on the Xbox 360 and PS3 on October 25th for $120. That's actually not a bad price for all that. Uh, yeah, and that statue is freaking awesome of the Joker. I'll have a picture of it, uh, of the whole pack on uh, our show notes. Speaking of statues, really quick, I thought I should. I think I mentioned this last Friday on the Nergasm, but this is our yeah, podcast. It was on Nergasm. So, um, so, like I said, The Last of Us, I was looking up, and it turns out they had a special edition I wish I would have known about. It was like 159 bucks. And it comes to this really cool statue. I put it up on our um, on our uh, Facebook page the other day. Um, I was looking. I'm like, okay, maybe I can try to find this statue of Ellie and, and Joel on on eBay. Mm-hmm. 
people were trying to sell this statue for the cheapest I saw was two forty five. The highest was three twenty five. The special edition I can still get. I can order the special edition right now from GameStop online for one hundred fifty nine bucks. So, like, these people are retarded. Like, I mean, like, you really want to sell that for that much? I can just go buy the buy the whole thing over. Then get all the stuff that comes with the deal with the, with the with the special edition. Sell the game and get some of my money back, and have the statue for cheaper than what you're trying to sell the damn thing for. They're just, yeah. you know, a lot of those people. How they just try to hope to, that supply will run out, and that they're they're the only options. Yeah, but I mean, like the game just literally came out, so it's like it's not like it's. The, oh, I want to buy the statue. The game came out four years ago. I wish I would have got it. Like, it just the game just came out a month ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Well, um, with uh, some news with EA Sports, uh, it's in the game. Well, in the well, not quite. Not well. I guess that's the story. Not not everything will be in the game. <laughs> well, anyway, with their uh, their NCAA football games. Um, it's it's kind of I um, I don't know if you you've heard about it Patrick but um basically the NCAA there there's a lawsuit uh, being leveraged against them against with uh, I mean uh, sorry there's a law- lawsuit being leveraged against them by former uh, players yeah uh, and again this is uh, sorry this is NCAA football uh, we're talking about there's a lawsuit being leveraged against them by former players uh, that basically want money for jerseys for ads that use their likeness for um, all the money that basically the NCAA made off the players, they want a little bit of it. And if successful, this lawsuit could pretty much change the NCAA, well, pretty much forever, and it could even bankrupt them potentially. They're suing for a lot of money, and a lot of players are starting to pack onto this lawsuit. Now, um, question, do they have any of these players named? Um, you know, I'm not sure, actually. There's a couple, but uh, I'm not into college football. So some of the players that are suing are ones that kind of didn't make it. Uh... Exactly. So in other words, they couldn't make it. They weren't good enough to make it to the NFL. So they had to find a way to get money because they were probably too stupid to actually be in the college they were at. So I, let's find a way to get some money. I kind of agree with the, the players, though. It's a, it's a lot of money that's going into this industry. Like even they're selling TV rights and stuff like that for millions and millions of dollars. Um, uh, and again, you know, like uh, it is, you know, college sports but at the same time if you work for a company that's going to make you know a billion dollars and be like okay well here's your uh you know here's your forty thousand dollar uh scholarship <laughs> thanks for you know thanks for uh, helping us make a couple billion dollars last year um it's you know again i don't think they should you know give no. them like piles of money but i think they should get some kind of compensation but but the thing is here's the thing um one, did they did all these college players go in and get like how the NFL players do, you know, with the so they can look like the actual person? Well, okay. Well, first we're we're talking about you know the lawsuit, and you know that's whatever your arguments on that. When it comes to the game, um, the thing is, is uh, EA has been sued a couple times already for their likenesses in the games. Yeah. And I, I actually I can't even recall what it is what what happened. I think they won one and they lost some. Uh, I can't even recall. But the thing is, is um, with uh, the thing is, is uh, for the longest time they basically took away bit after bit after bit to try to make it less like the players. But mm-hmm. the way that a lot of the teams play is that 
say um say when Robert uh, Robert Griffin was with Baylor, right? Uh-huh. Uh when you would play that current version of, you know, the old, you know, say NCAA football from a year or two ago, right? Yeah. Um it wouldn't it may, it might not say well, it didn't say Robert Griffin, it would just be quarterback 1, right? But yeah. quarterback 1 would be good at running, be be decent at passing, and a lot of the teams would play like the teams played you know if the if the team had a good running game the team would have good runners if they had good passers they would have good passers and this is another lawsuit this isn't even do, doing with the ncaa lawsuit that's that's a separate one with uh between the the former players and madden or not madden sorry ea sports um i think uh some of the players won some of those but uh they've been trying to make the game less and less like them but the, the fact is is you could still uh, edit the roster and then share it online, which is a feature that Madden does not have. Um, I, I, I just, I mean, you gotta remember though, like when they make these new games, that if if a team is good at running, then that that season, then that's what they're gonna have for that team. If they're a running team, make it a better. You know, that doesn't mean, but oh, because oh, well, I'm white, so uh, I'm a white running back, and they have a white running back. That's automatically me. I mean, well, that's just. That's a, yeah, but I mean, uh, that's a different lawsuit. The one I was saying was with uh, the other one with the NCA and the players. They're suing them for jersey sales and for using them, using their likeness in TV commercials for the the school when they, you know, that's that's a different thing. Uh, it didn't even revolve around the game. But anyway, because the NCA is being sued. Oh, I, okay, I must have misunderstood that part. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. It was like actual jersey sales. So, like, you know, if you go to Miami University, you could buy, like, Jimmy Graham jerseys or something like that, you know. Um, Who's that? Uh, one of the greatest tight purpose. <laughs> yeah, no, but but anyway, yeah. Sorry, I, I guess I didn't clarify. There, there is lawsuits between players and EA, and those ones have come and gone. And like I said, I think EA won a couple, and then the players won one. But there were so many players where they only got a couple bucks each; it didn't really matter. But right now, there's a lawsuit between former players and the NCAA, like, directly, no video game or anything. The video game's a little bit of, of it, but they're just basically saying the NCAA is making billions of dollars and all these players aren't getting really much. And because of well, this lawsuit, you know, at the, Go ahead, finish. I, I, that just still bugs me because these guys are in college. If, yeah. if they're playing football, that means they've got scholarships, meaning that the, 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 the schools, which are part of the NCAA... Yeah. Are paying for them to be in school, to play well, football, and to take their classes. So, so, some of them actually don't. If you're like a, if you're like a first uh, division one, and say you're a backup player, you might just get a walk on where you're allowed to play for the team, but you're not even getting a scholarship, and they could but, use you on TV. Well, well uh, I, I, it's college to me. It's not. Well, see, that's the thing too. Is it's college, but the college is making a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money, like crazy amounts of money, like NFL level money for them to play for their, you know, and they're only getting like the, you know, the scholarship. Which it's good to get a scholarship, but uh, you know, again, like I said, if if the team is making millions of dollars and the players are making, you know, but see, to me, even, once even, again, once again, it's not. It, it, it's a it's a school thing. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's not NFL is you're getting paid to do a job, so then it's it's different. In college, you're there for school and to play. And like I said, majority of people got scholarships. Other people, yeah, you're right. Some people don't. 
but it's 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 a school thing. No one's forcing you to go out on that field and and well, do all this stuff. It's kind you know, of their only. Putting, it's kind of their only route right now to go to the, to make that a profession. But what I'm saying is is it's a school. It's still considered a school function thing. So you're you're putting yourself on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like if. I don't. I you're you're allowing yourself to be put on TV by going out and playing for the team. All those other people that are in school, so that's like almost saying then that every kid that goes to that school that go to the games and they show them panic when they're panning the crowd, they should get money too because they're using their likeness on TV. Well, it's it's not even that. It's it's because they're making so much money. That's the thing is is the well, amount of money. At- that they're making now is is kind of like nuts. It's kind of crazy, but it's, and it's especially so since a lot of the players they don't even have really much money to do much. You get the scholarship, but well, they might not even cover any of your. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like if 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 you know if you went to like a school for psychology, you're not going to make the the school you know twenty million dollars. <laughs> you know, if you go to you know the school for. Uh, any other degree, you're not going to potentially make this, the, the school more money than you may ever make in your career. Um, yeah, but then you got to remember the reason why there's programs for those other degrees and all that is part of it is from the sports. Look at how much money. What you think? What, what, where do they make a the majority of their money? I mean, yeah, there's tuitions and stuff like that. But, but then look at how is- much they, they make off of sports between people showing up, buying jerseys. You know, when they're going on TV, get sponsorships, stuff like that. That's that they make a lot. The universities and schools make a lot of money off of sports programs. Why do you think they'll cut other things before they cut yeah. college football? Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. Well, the like point I'm saying is, is, is it, okay. yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I just like I said, it's not. They're not getting paid to be there. If they're getting paid to be there, I can understand they're not making the money because they're, you know, their names on the jerseys and all that other stuff. When you know, when you go buy a college jersey, do you ever see? Does it say Cal on the back of a Cal? Cal if Cal, if I'm, well, it'd be for me because I buy, I would buy a Cal jersey. Would it say Cal or would it say uh, Aaron Rodgers on the back? It was not. I've never seen a college jersey where there was. Well, they do the sell players' names like that. That's what one of the one of the parts of the lawsuit was. Is I think technically they're not supposed to, but it gets kind I've, of looked I've around. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. That was part of the the lawsuit was uh, jerseys, and that was after they left the team and stuff like that. Um, again, you know, there's a lot of schools. Maybe they don't do it for that one, but you know, they've had them, and um, uh, maybe it wasn't available online. But you know, you know, they're still selling them apparently somewhere. But uh, anyway, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever the lawsuit. The thing is, is the fact is the NCAA they don't want to look like they're making money off the players now, and uh, and the thing is, is Madden is well, not Madden. The EA Sports licensing is part of that, so. Pretty much, NCAA has uh, said that they're not gonna they're not gonna offer their uh, license to um, EA anymore, and that's as an outcome of the lawsuit has not even it's not even I don't think it's even went to court yet between all the players and the NCAA, but the fact is it has the potential to really mess up the NCAA. So in trying to cover their you know maybe not cover their tracks whatever they're trying to all the or the whole all the, the college teams are trying to look like they're not making all the money they can be that they're trying to you know do it legitimately just whatever so the um, ncaa i, I don't agree with this at all i don't I, I think that it's 
it's a school function thing. If that's the case, and I guess all the pe- people that show up and uh, you know pay to be there should, and, and, and they're they're been shown on TV, they should get paid for that too. It's just it does it doesn't well, make sense. I, I was on is, I, when I played for Hayward thing. High. I, when I played for Hayward High. I was on TV. We when we played Bishop O'Dell, the school got paid for that. I didn't, so I should go sue because I didn't get none of that money. Well, the thing is, is I think if it's a school thing, if you want to say it's a le- legitimate amateur thing, why try to you know sell your contracts to like NBC and make like crazy amounts of money? They could, you know, I'm sure if they said like, hey, NBC, you could take all our games for free. I don't think NBC would be like, oh no, we don't know, <laughs> we'd never do that, you know. Yeah, so, but, but the I think thing the thing is, is, is the fact is, that they're trying to to leverage assets out of the players is the issue where it's not necessary all the time oh uh, i i don't i i just uh well, it's whatever like, the case it's, is it's, it's not a, even if the, the lawsuit hasn't even went to that's not even the issue the fact is the ncaa is scared right now they're not going to offer their license to ea anymore the pac-12 and big 10 they're not offering their license to ea anymore one team that's un uh it's not clear who it is they're not going to be in the and the EA's sports game anymore and the SEC and the University of Washington they're likely going to be out next year because their contract runs to July 2014 with uh, EA and a couple of subdivision teams who aren't even in the EA Madden game but you can recreate their team by using their logo they're requesting that their logos be removed from EA's game and this Sorry. is basically just going to kill. There's, uh, so after this, the only football game we're going to have is Madden because there would be no point in to have an NCAA college football game if there's not going to be team the teams you want to play in it. Yeah, and there is. I mean, if if, if the Pac-12 is not going to be in it, that that well, takes out well, California. The, no, no, that no. Takes, the, the the division the division name's not there, but the teams are still there. What? Yeah, it's goofy. There's so many licensing on everything. Divisions have their own licensing. Trophies have their own licensing. Bulls have their own licensing. Teams have their own licensing. Um, so the SEC and the university. Well, okay, the, the University of Washington. They're not. They're not going to be there next year. And but this year, the NCAA name will not be there. So they'll have to call it like EA College Football 14, right? And the Pac-12 and the Big Ten aren't going to be there. The teams are going to be there, but they're going to have to say like you know, Division 10 or, you know, whatever, or uh, conference, conference, you know, whatever. I don't know, a state name, oh, random state name, something. These people just sue over the stupidest shit. But, um... You're getting... The, th- the thing <laughs> is, is because they're, they're, they're taking caution because they're trying to look like they're not making, you know, money off the players because they don't know how the outcome's going to come. If they win... If the NCAA wins the lawsuit, then, you know, all these teams will be back right away because they're like, okay, whatever, you know. But if the NCAA loses the lawsuit, it's the ones who will, who made the most money who are going to be the ones that have to pay the most. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever the, out, whatever the outcome is, that's what they're leveraging for. And team by team and conference by conference, because right now the EA is paying, like, I think it's like $30 million to everything, right, to get all those licenses, right? And you divide it by, you know, conferences, you divide it by teams, you know, every team's only going to get like a hundred, and it's still a fair amount of money, but, you know, every team gets like a hundred thousand dollars, right? So, you know, schools are looking at it, like say, say you're Cal, right? 
and say Cal makes $80,000 off their EA license, right? They know if the NCAA loses their lawsuit, um, like I said, it's going to be based on percentage of which teams are making the most money. So they could cut themselves out of the EA game now. And when the, if, say, the NCAA loses a lawsuit, that's one less thing that could be sued against them, you know? But again, if the NCAA wins the lawsuit, then all these teams will probably return, you know. And the, the only thing is, I, this lawsuit will probably take a couple of years. So they're expecting these, you know, these this one team and the two conferences and the NCAA to be out this year. And next year, you know, like I said, the SEC and the University of Washington, they're going to be eligible to leave because their licenses are up. And the year after that, it's a potential that almost almost every team will leave because right now a lot of the teams are under a three-year contract. And when that's up, then it's going to be whoever wants to leave could leave. Um, and the thing is, is, uh, again, this isn't anything with the player suing EA. This is the, the player suing and the NCAA and the NCAA and teams trying to cover themselves in, in case they lose, you know? Yeah, I, I, I still, I still find it to be bullshit because like I said, um, well, obviously the thing is, is the one thing I could say is, um, that shows a lack of confidence in them that they're going to win because if they thought they were going to win, then why try to, you know, cut the, you know, why why would they try to minimize how much they could be sued for, sued for you know? So I guess they want to save money no matter what. So but the thing is, is like I said, all yeah. that money goes towards the school and the program. It's not like somebody's walking around saying, "Well, I just got a hundred thousand dollars for this license. I, I'm going to go buy me a new house and blah blah blah." No. Yeah. It goes towards the school. It goes towards equipment. It goes towards the traveling time for the for the. the they got to fly him over across the, the country. Well, this it pays is only for all that kind of stuff. It's not. It's not everything. This is just one thing. Um, you know, there. Well, I'm other teams saying, are other teams are backing out of other things too. Yeah, um, I'm just saying what why they're getting sued. These people yeah. who are going to sit there and try to say, well, you know, well, whatever. I've said it five thousand times, but basically, just you know, they probably didn't get nowhere after their football career was over, and now they want to. Some, some some of the players are actually are kind of known. The only thing is, is um. It, it is a lot of uh, players that, that didn't make it, but, um, you know, the fact is, is it'll be figured out in court. So whatever's the case, whatever's the case. But the fact is, is their teams are being kind of weary now, and they don't want to risk um, putting themselves out there more than they need to. So, um, you know, they're, they're just cutting uh, their ties with EA for right now. Um, so, you know, like I said, some, some teams are going to be not – you know we're gonna have the NCAA and the two conferences leave this year, and one team. But uh, year after year, depending on how long this lawsuit takes, uh, they're expecting more and more teams to leave. Um, and then again, like I said, if if in the next couple of years either side wins, um, you'll probably either see the removal of this game or this game coming back, depending on what happens with the lawsuit. Um, the only thing is, is I, I man, I. I and um, with me, I'm not a big college person, so with me, like, man, if if this game now, you know, whatever, 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 you know, happens with the lawsuit, but if they don't make this game anymore, I'm like, they need to get this team together and get on Mutant League football, man. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> there, there. I, I agree. There needs to be another game. The thing is, is with me, I'm personally, I personally, I'm not too much into the college football games. 
Um, but I would like some competition in, you know, EA holds that license and they have a whole team. So who knows what will happen with that team, you know, going two, three years down the line. Um, but again, it's pretty much all reliant on the lawsuit. And even if they did lose everyone, you know, theoretically they could still, you know, do it. Um, the thing is, is say if, um, the NCAA loses and now they have to pay, play, you know, whatever, like 1% of everything they make to the players, or they have a, a budget of how much they have to play. Like say they, they, the lawsuit turns out where now they have to pay the players 20,000 a year to play for their team. Right. In addition to the scholarship, right. Then, mm-hmm. you know, there might be budgets and stuff like that. You know, even if even if the NCAA loses, theoretically they could get back into it. It's just like that would mean, say, like I said, Cal gets eighty thousand, right? Say the NCAA loses the lawsuit, right? Um, now maybe seventy eight thousand of that will go to the the school, and that two thousand will be part of the budget for the players. But it's really there's really no telling what'll happen. Um, uh, but, you know, like, theoretically, they still could get into it. It's just they would have to pay the players. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is if they do have to pay the players, I would almost see more interest in teams wanting to license things like this. Even if a percentage does go to players, if they do have to now pay the players more, um, you would almost think they'd want more opportunities to make money off of them, unless it's a percentage-based thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you figure, like, say, say X random school is making, you know, $200 million off football this year, right? If that gets cut down to $150 million because they have to pay for, like, I don't know, healthcare or whatever crap for the uh, players for now and forever or whatever, right? Say that $200 million becomes $150 million, you would think they would be like, well, you know, EA is going to give us uh, some money, you know, we have to give five percent of it back to the players but it's more money than we had before the contract you know mm-hmm. so i think they're just being cautious with the lawsuit but honestly i'm not i mean thinking about it i think no matter what happens i think they'll still want to license the, the game it's just some money some of the money might go to the players but in that case where they do lose a lot of money you would think they would want more opportunities for money if they're going to lose money i don't know but uh but yeah um because of the the length of the the possibility of the lawsuit taking a while, we could see uh, maybe a year or two without a, a college football. But yeah. All right. Uh, well, but I got a story. Oh, I thought that was nice. Huh? Nope, you're after me. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four ditches games for Windows Live for Steam. And this story actually came before uh, the announcement of Windows Games for Windows Live being dissolved. Um, but either way, uh, Ultra, Ultra Street Fighter 4 will be uh, on Steam, uh, quote-unquote, around the same time as the console version, sometime in early 2014. And then shortly after that, look for Ultra Street Fighter Delta Super Omega Do-to-do DTD Edition. All right, we already had a title like that. Let's move on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, right, now, okay. to finish up the week, we got Patrick with the last story. Xbox does not need Connect plugged in to work. Now, this so, is an update. Yep, sir. Um, so every system will still be shipped with the with it, 
but it doesn't need to be plugged in for the console to function. Microsoft confirmed. So in other words, you know, you can still do everything. If you had a regular X, like if you had a regular 360, you can still do everything just like that. You just won't get exact all the features and experience they said. I don't know uh, why people were so up in arms about this. Why not just have it to where you can, you know, block out the camera or something? And uh, I don't. Well, I don't that's know. what it says here. He added the users ha- will have the ability to completely turn off the connect through the system settings. When toggled off, the connect is not connecting any information at all. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, the report said. Well, yeah. the thing, yeah, I mean, because um, you know, like uh, one thing that's starting to, to happen lately is with like hackers, you know, getting into cameras and stuff like that. So I think some people were concerned of uh, privacy. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, well, it's really, kinda... I mean, like, if someone hacked that camera, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't, hey, they hack my camera. I mean, what are you going to really see in my room? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but this is cool. And also, to go along with this, um, they have they have also announced that, uh, this is a little older, that's why I didn't put it on my stories, that they will be um, embracing indie gamers um, this time around. They're changing their indie game uh, policy. No longer, you will no longer have to go through a uh, ma- major publisher to get your indie game on uh, Xbox One. So, in other words, everything that PlayStation Four is doing now, the Xbox uh, One is doing. Yeah, they're pretty much just copying <laughs> every little bit. They're copying every feature. It's kind of funny to me. Wow. Anyway, uh, that's it for news. Uh, I will have two pieces of media in uh, above what I've already said in the show notes. The first is Final Fantasy XIV, a Realm Reborn party play video. Uh, this is a <coughs> game already came out. This is part of the uh, dev diary that's been going on. I think it's like the sixth or fifth or something like that. Um, this one is a really good video for those who are new to MMORPGs. It tells you, like, basically it tells you what a healer is, what a DPS is, what a... a tank is and which classes in the game do what and stuff now, like that. See, that's a good thing to have though to yeah. explain all that shit because still sometimes I mean still still sometimes I, I, I get to be like uh when yeah. when upgrading classes and shit like was it when I first played Dragon Age I was upgrading all the opposite shit that I should have been for the for character your, that for I was. Tank, yeah. Yeah, but I mean I didn't know. I just like, oh maybe I should do this one, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, and uh so th- it's a, it's a really a video. It's about 11 and a half minutes long. I actually watched the whole thing. It's uh subtitled in Japanese, but it's it's still really good. It's it's it, that's a good thing to have even though the game already came out. But yeah, that's a good thing. Like the second thing is a new Dark Souls Dark Souls 2 teaser trailer that was just released recently. Um, I'm not a big fan of Dark Souls, so I, that's all I'm going to say about that. But we'll have the teaser trailer in our show notes. And that is it for this week. So if you want to let us know what you thought, uh, get a hold of us for any reason. Tell Patrick or send Patrick that twenty dollars you were supposed to from a few uh, episodes podcast ago. I'm still yeah. waiting for some twenty dollars. Exactly. Uh, you can do so at kvgt04 at gmail.com. You can also check out our website where we have all of our episodes and a lot more content at kvgtpodcast.com. Uh, for most, for our most active community, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. And um, Twitter. Twitter, thank you. I almost said Twitter again. Uh, Twitter, uh, our kvgt, at kvgtpodcast is our main one. Um, you can find me at either... KVGT Jeremy or my personal one at Soul Scribbler. And Patrick is at XSolo64. And don't forget, you can also get us on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. 
Um, uh, my personal blog or website is a writerstruggle.com where I have done absolutely nothing for about a month now. And Patrick is Patrick's thoughts 64blogspotcom Both links are on our Facebook. I mean, on our uh, web page. And yeah, but where Patrick has actually done a lot recently over the last month. Unlike Jeez. Um, as for people out there who we consider friends of the podcast, actually family is what we call them, uh, the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, who just hit their uh, two-year anniversary, those youngins. Uh, both me and Patrick uh, randomly, last minute, got on there. Uh, it was not planned. It was kind of like, uh, for me, Ryan on their live feed called me out and said, yeah. I text Jeremy, but uh, he didn't get back to me, so I was like, you know what? Let me join. And I didn't even know how Patrick got on there. They uh, asked me. Oh well, yeah, it was just like I. It, it was like last minute. I didn't even realize they were doing it. Um, but yeah, so it, that was their two year anniversary. Uh, their series challenge is is dwindling, but still there at nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. Might as well just be called uh, John's challenge. Yeah, John's challenge. Um, I was thinking about actually uh, starting to write up Suicode and stuff, but I don't know. Um, uh, extraplay.info is a good website. Check that out. Another podcast that is a monthly podcast, No Quarters, at noquarters.net. The Super Budget Brothers podcast at superbudgetbrothers.com. And the Matt's over Intrepid Audio Productions at beyondtheheadset.co. Matt, all I gotta say is you want to keep talking shit about my Raiders on your podcast and don't think I hear it. I will get one of your little Pittsburgh Steeler terrible towel or get a flag and I'll butt floss with that shit and I'll send you the damn video. He'll do it too, trust me. Oh, I will. But you have Go no, Raiders. I, I don't think you'll actually support the team by buying one of their products. Oh, to butt floss with it or burn it? <laughs> yeah, I will. Alright, so that's it for our podcast. Thanks for joining us and any last words, fellas? Can't wait for football season. We won't be doing these on Sundays pretty soon. Go Raiders. All right.